Good evening and welcome to show 27 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay! And with me tonight we have got uh, Chinny. He is here somewhere. Hello. I'm here. So you didn't jump oh. in this week, you sort of waited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm quite quiet this week. I feel quite mellow. Do you? Why? Why? I don't know. One drugs. <laughs> Not really. Just joking. <laughs> Look, you don't, you don't do anything bad, do you? Because you don't, I don't, I don't, don't, have don't drink. smoke. I don't have a drink. So let alone... Um, that's why I'm so thirsty all the while. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you yeah you could do to drink water and stuff yeah. maybe not not so much. That's the first step though, man. You start drinking water, you drink all sorts of yeah. Other then stuff. you get addicted. It's a gateway beverage. Yeah. 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 And then you put whiskey we'll with we'll it, we'll whiskey and water, and then the yeah, it's downhill. Then who else is in the podcast? Uh, yeah, we, we also have Duke as always. In Thirty seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Hmm. Yeah. Should I play another sound clip from the same movie? Oh, go on, go on, go on. Might help. And then this is from later in the movie. Oh, I know what it is. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> what the hell is that? What is it? That's Total Recall. Oh, stay on Mars. Two weeks. Have you brought any fruits or vegetables onto the planet? Two weeks. Excuse me? Two weeks. Two weeks. Get ready for a surprise. All right, I'm done. That's, that's when the Android thing goes completely crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And then the, the other one. The second clip, is that when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger is pulling that thing out of his nose? Or one of those clips. Was Out that... of his nose. He, he pulls like... Oh, no, 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 no. It was when he's... um first. The first is when he's dreaming, and then yeah. the second is when he's actually on Mars with no atmosphere, but the planet is terraforming very, very, very quickly. Uh... But he can't breathe. He's like... <laughs> Uh, I thought it was a bit... That, when he pulls that thing out of his nose, that's way too big. I don't big. think he makes much noise in that scene. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah. talking about games. Yeah, no, to start off tonight, I want to touch on something you posted up very recently. Uh, Me? Yeah, yeah. We're always starting off with things I well, post on the website. <laughs> it's almost like it's an awesome website that everybody should go to, dude! Would it, it wouldn't be me, Duke, would it? Because I haven't posted anything up for about two weeks. Yeah, really? What's your problem, dude? Uh, I've lost my hands. I can't find my hands. That's not funny, man. Don't be waving at somebody on the street, because then they might not have a hand, and you, they might think you're cocky. Hey, dude, yeah. look what I got. And me, and me, I just steal stuff off people on the forums and post that up instead. That's what I. <laughs> yeah, do. really. I'm the only one writing anything original. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but to be fair, it was a very good. It was a nicely written thing, you know, about Jim and his achievement tour addiction. Yeah, yeah. Oh no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed, and yeah, it made me think of Ginny. You know, we know what he was like back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. I mean, you've got over it now, haven't you? You're not quite as addicted to achievements as you. No, once. I'm not. I like getting them, but you know, it's just like. Whatever. Oh, I forgot to point out that 27 is a perfect cube. Pardon? Three to the third power. Yeah, I have no idea what you're going on about. 
Okay, you know, if, when a number is squared, yeah, yeah. say, okay, so it's 2 times 2, that's 2 squared. Yeah. Well, 2 to the third power, we say 2 cubed, 2 times 2 times 2. Yeah. Well, two, 3 times 3 times 3, 3 times 3 is 9, times 3 is 27. So 27, the episode that this is, is a perfect oh, cube. Oh, God, what a, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're both expressible as the sum of two cubes. That, that has got quite possibly the geekiest thing I've heard in the last 12 months. <laughs> it's like every week I come up with something geekier than the I week before. Know. All right, games! Seriously. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so thanks to Jim. Waterman might mention that, you know, thanks to Jim. Yes, thank you, Jim. Woo! Saying how he how he would even be, like, on his wedding anniversary, be thinking about his next achievement, which was a bit scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty scary, scary, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, no, what I wanted to touch on was your article on augmented reality shooter. Yeah, was... isn't that freaky? If people haven't seen this, they should go to the website, man. But that's quite but basically, video, isn't it, though? That's a sort of, you know... Is it? Two, yeah, it's from 2009, that... Wow. Okay. See, you and I have very different conceptions of time. When you, when I hear "very old" in a general sense, I think 400 AD. Okay. When <laughs> you're talking about very old video game stuff, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking 1980. When, when, when you say "very old video" and then it's last year, I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, that's old. That's old. You know how fast these things move. Anyway. Anyway, did you, for people who don't know, the, the idea is that it's okay. So they they've designed some sort of map or something that you put down on the table, and then through your cell phone, there's some piece of software on your cell phone that will then take that map and extrude buildings up out of it. So you're looking; it's basically like you're playing as a helicopter that's circling over the city, and then it generates these zombies, and you're sort of shooting them. So it looks like I don't know. It, I think it's an amazing step forward. Um, and then Stu posted a link to um a game that uses Google Maps in a similar way to send zombies through the city. Yeah, no, I mean, have you seen this, Chidi? you seen it? Yes, have, yeah. Have it? I mean, what was a bit worrying was your take on it as, as to what you would like to see happen. With well, this. I'm just saying that will happen. I'm not necessarily saying I would like to see it. Now, now can I ask you were, you, were you obsessed with a film in the 80s called They Live? Is I never actually saw that, but I've been told I need to because I hear it's a good movie. Have you never seen They Live? I haven't. Oh, my God. I know. I'm usually the one like, yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, it's a Carpenter classic. You know, and, and basically he... Do you, do you know what the story is? You know, oh, yeah. Are, oh, oh, yeah. Really? yeah. It's, you know, it's on my list. I'm going to see it very soon, probably. Have you seen it, Ginny? No. No, I haven't. Because now it's not see, a game, you see. So it's see. Just like, if a film's not a game, then I, I don't really want it. Now, you see, there was a huge reference in the IT crowd today, Liv. Oh, you don't know the thing you're in, dude. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> well, you know where he's in the uh, in the bar and he says, "I came here to was it chew bubblegum and drink milk, and I'm all out of milk." Oh no, I came here to kick ass and drink milk. Oh, I that's right. Finish yeah. my milk. Yeah. Well, basically, I don't understand where chewing bubblegum would be threatening. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, basically, it's a, that's a take on one of the lines from from They Live. So there you go. I see. Yeah. I'm all right. And there you go. But it's a cool film. He's a very cool film, and he sees yes. weird. When he and it's something to do though, with glasses. It? You put glasses on, and you see people for what they really are, which is like alien zombies or something. And that's yeah. what I was imagining that this technology would ultimately be used for. If they developed glasses where you put this technology onto it, and then you go walking the streets of your hometown, you might have Rapture grafted onto your the streets of your town, and then whenever you see somebody in a red shirt, they appear as a big daddy or something. And then so you then you're gonna, you're gonna, you literally got to kill the person in the, in the red <laughs> this shirt. This is what they're doing. He's a drill. 
He said you use a but special... In real life, it's just me putting my fist <laughs> onto someone's chest and then looking at me going, like, what are you doing, mate? Yes, can I help you? Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I wasn't too sure about that. But what I did think would be quite interesting is if you know, you know, and I know this this sounds very geeky, but you know the um, the geocaching thing. You could, you could oh, def- here we go again. No, no, but you could definitely do like an adventure type game, sort of hunting stuff down and combining yeah, stuff sure together. Maybe absolutely. That's- There's a lot of possibilities, and I mean, it's going to be weird, I think, but I think it's clear that that sort of thing is going to happen. I mean, there is some stuff like that already because it's a Pokemon game, isn't it? The latest Pokemon. I don't heard? keep up with the news about Pokemon. Really? Well, basically, you should. You totally you should. should. It's like really changed since it first came out. Well, what they're doing to try and encourage kids to oh. exercise, they've, they've done this Pokemon Walker thing. And basically, it's like a pedometer. But it has a Pokemon inside it. Okay. But if, okay. You, go, but if you go walking and don't put one in it, because you obviously have to take one out of your game on your DS and put it into your walker thing. If you leave it empty and then go for a walk, it'll pretend that it's found one along the way. So you'll get a new Pokemon for your game that you've supposedly picked up whilst you've been walking. Yeah, huh? So it does that. I mean, I know it's Sounds only... A... magical. Yeah, it's but... like Tamagotchi plus Pokemon <laughs> plus walking around. Yeah, but can you imagine kids, though, how sort of cool that is for them, that they think that they... Yeah, that is kind of cool. I, I agree. ...walking it's, along. Yeah. And, right. you know, it's not quite the same, but it's, it's, you know, using some of those concepts of sort oh, it's, of... Yeah, it's mixing sort of the real world and video games, and I think that's an interesting development that, you know, connect and move and all that are aiming toward eventually, I think, but have this gives us... A, of, uh, have you ever heard of Pac-Man Hatton? Yeah, oh yeah, Absolutely. In fact, I heard something. No, I haven't. What is that? Pac Manhattan is a project that happened in New York with some students, and they played Pac Man in the streets of Manhattan. And one guy was Pac Man, and he knew where the ghosts were because somebody was like phoning him, telling him. Um, and the ghosts only knew where all the other ghosts were, so they had to try and find Pac Man, and they were dressed up as, you know, a big Pac Man and a big ghost. And they were just running around the streets of uh, of Manhattan, and apparently it's happened all over the place. Happened in Manchester as well. Yeah, they did it in a bunch of different cities. I, I heard some interview with a guy either on A Life Well Wasted or Brainy Gamer or some podcast like that. No, I mean, the, I remember a show in the sort of... I'm sure it must have been on in the 90s. I can't remember what it was called. But it was the a Cosby bit... show? No. Uh, but it was a bit It was a bit like the... Uh, Doctor Who? No, it was a bit like The Running Man. And basically this... The, oh, so it was Bottom. No, <laughs> um, and there was a guy who had to was sort of given, however, you know, a head start, and then sort of there was a team of guys that had to hunt him down. It's a treasure uh, hunt with Annika Royce. No, it was like I think that. You're thinking of the most dangerous game, which is that short story written a long time ago. No, no, it was a it was a real TV game show that was on, and and they had remember, to remember stay treasure hunt with Annika Royce. That was yeah, great, so right? I that. but uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking more of. You could definitely do something like that, you know, where you had to track stuff down or you had to stay elusive from a team of other people and it's like making the game spill out from the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but not using 3D. They better keep people. They better keep making games for lazy people, though. I don't want to run around. I am running around Manhattan. <laughs> too far. I'm not going there. <laughs> That's the you, first problem. You need to you need to work out a way of making uh, real life into 3D first. That that'd be a good thing. Holograms. Do you see the world as 2D, Stu? Yeah. Is yeah. everything all smushed together it on is. one planet? It is. I, I think they need to make the real world 3D. Uh, my that's real that's world it. is plenty 3D things. That's <laughs> Futurama, that is it. Fry guys on that 2D ride. Yeah, yeah, 2D. that was awesome. Y'all ever read The Planiverse? That's an awesome book about 2D. 
What are we talking about? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> oh no, let's <laughs> move on. But yeah, it's uh, interesting post, I have to say. And yeah, yes. I think it'd just be weird. It'd be weird if we were sort of playing games while we were walking around and I think it will happen. Seeing weird stuff. Well, we yeah. talked about this before, didn't we, Do Like a contact lens and you can see like Facebook yeah. and everything in front of you. And like oh, you yeah, look totally. at a person and then next to them the whole information comes up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and somebody write in about this asking yeah. if we think that crazy we're gonna I Pete I think said, you know, yeah, are we gonna get like cut off from the real world and stuff? But I think this is, you know, in a way it's sort of like engaging with the real world. Yeah, I think you should write to them and say, look, you know, I patented this idea for your augmented <laughs> reality stuff, and, and this yeah, is what exactly. I, yeah. There is that episode of the OIT thread again, by the way, I'm in it. Sorry. Um, the you OIT just can't thread let it go, they, dude. Every, they, 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 all subscribe to, um, they all subscribe to Friendface. Have you seen that one? <laughs> and, like, like, they all sub- it's obviously Facebook, and they say, oh, have you been on Friendface? It's great. All right, and uh, they all go on, and they're all in the same room, and they're all typing to each other. And they go, oh, yeah, I feel so social. You know, like, there's just nothing <laughs> happening. They're just sitting around. Brilliant. Hey, there's some talented extras in that. I know. I've, I've, so I've heard. So some tall, talented extras, apparently. Yeah. Very yeah. tall ones. Um, right, shall we talk games? Shall we do some games? What have we been up to? Uh, games! Yeah, so, Ginny, what have you been up to this week? Anything exciting? I, 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 finished, <laughs> I finished the Saboteur. Hey, oh? you finished it! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more about our game, but I did forget <laughs> the two things that I liked about the game. Okay. Um, you mean you forgot them? Yeah, I forgot to... I've forgot totally to, forgotten about them. I totally forgot what they were. No, I forgot <laughs> to mention last week what my right. two favourite things are. Okay, tell uh, us now. The black and white um, stuff going on. So basically, if, if, the, if the Nazis have got control of this certain area, it's all black and white, except for yellow and red. And I thought that was cool. Um, but as soon as the the world turns colour, you go, ooh, you know, <laughs> this is not a good looking game. Um, but it's quite cool that it's black and white. And the other thing that I liked was the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was very good because I love Nina Simone. I think she's brilliant. Who and doesn't? Nina, Sim- Nina Simone is in this game. And, is uh, she it, actually in it or just her music? Yeah, she, <laughs> she's in <laughs> it. Pour the sugar in my uh, is it, no, Well, she's uh, her songs in it, and uh, yeah. I thought it, it fits the uh, the game, and the, the the last thing, if a developer gave me that game, I'd say, oh, this has got some interesting ideas. When's it finished? <laughs> right, that's it. The saboteur. All right, I've been I've been playing today. Uh, Singularity. What okay. is that? I saw you playing it. I was like, what game is that? Time uh, time thing. What well, I think time thing that tells me yeah, nothing. I think I think I, I I I love anything with time. Anything that messes with time, because my favourite film in the world is is Back to the Future. All right, I love Red Dwarf when they mess around with time and stuff. Dude, I love you've anything... got to see Primer. All right, I'm writing that down now. Okay. Yeah. Right. So anything where where it messes with time, um, I, I love it. And the, the, basically, this this game is a first person shooter. It's um, you know, it's a lot like it takes it's it's like the Frankenstein's monster of games. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bit of misunderstood, and it learns how to speak English by looking through a window of a cabin. No, it's just a bit of pieces of everything else. Oh. All right, so it's bio, it's a bit of Bioshock, a bit of Time Shift, a bit of Fear, uh, a bit of Dead Space, and a bit of Half Life Two. You know, like the the way it starts off, you know, it's very Bioshock. It's like you, you're introduced to this world. You start off in a fire, for God's sake, the same as Bioshock. 
Um, time shift with all the crazy time stuff going on. You can uh, on the on your left hand again, like Bosch, On your left hand, you, instead of your plasmids, you got your like this big TMD or something. It's a time manipulator device. There you go. Uh, and uh, it's not it TMZ, is it? With like news about celebrities and uh, no, and whatever that is a reference to, I don't get it. But uh, you can you can zap people into their future, so you can zap like people so they age really quickly and turn into a skeleton. Uh, you can create like a bubble of slow motion, so you can throw that bubble at them, and if there's three people in that bubble, you can fire like a hundred bullets at the bubble, and then when yeah. the bubble closes, they all die instantly. Um, uh, yeah, you know, fear, fear, fear. The fear part is, you know, it's like a little bit scary. Like you know, there's there's moments where he kind of, it, 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 you lose control of the game and like something happens or you see something like round a corner or someone's jumps. It's that's pretty much the start of the game. It uses audio logs like, um, Bioshock does. Dead Space, you know, in Dead Space where how you upgrade your your armor and your weapons and stuff. You know, you go into that computer and there's like a hologram yes. thing. That that's clearly the same as this. And Half Life Two because. You can also grab things like a like, like a gravity gun, so you can grab things and throw things, um, and then you know, but but it's not bad. It's not it's it's not a bad game at all. Like, it's it's good. The it, the first thing you gotta you gotta look at when you when it's a first person shooter is you know do the does the shooting work and it does. You know it feels like a good shooter and it is a good shooter. You know you 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 get the sniper rifle, you pop the reds off. It's very satisfying. It, it's it's good. I, I enjoy it, and it's like the the tutorial is is quite clever. I thought because something happens in the tutorial that teaches you about the time aspect of the whole game. Mm-hmm. You do something at the start that affects the game, right, and kind right. of spins off the whole game. There are some there there is one thing that that kind of set me off with the plot. The plot's okay, you know. You you you're in this Russian complex. Um, and like they're making some crazy technology to to ve- defeat the Americans, and you've changed something in the past by accident, and now Russia is much more powerful than they were, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was clever, but the 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 thing that bothers me was when you come back to this alternate uh, time, everybody is saying, "Oh, you've got to change time back," but according to them, it shouldn't be that. According to them, that should be the only reality they know. If you know what I mean. Mm, they they should, should, how, how do they know that? They shouldn't know that the time has been changed. According to them, that's the way life is. And they say, right, "Oh, you've got to, right. you've got to put, the, you've got to alter the time so everything's back to normal." And I'm like, "No, t- to them, it is normal. You know, everything is normal. This is the way life is." Yeah. Um, but you know, there are some. You know, I mean, you have to go back in time and save somebody, and uh, you, you have you, to save you Hitler. Think, no, no. So is it? Uh, so is it like a bit of a butterfly effect then? So every time you change something in the past, it affects what happens in the future. It doesn't future. happen that often. It doesn't very happen very often. It, it happens at the start and then it happens a, a little while after and stuff. But it, it, it you know, you, you can bring certain objects back through time and um, forward in time. So if there's a safe that you can't crack into, you can age it so it just decays and breaks away, and then you can get whatever's in the safe. You know, That's you can get a crate. There's a there's like a old squashed up crate, and you can bring it back to life, and mm. you can put it under doors, and then bring the door up, and uh, 
you know, like there's broken stairs, you can bring the stairs up so they're all so you can climb up the stairs. You got like Again, some like new wine, and you'd be like, "I want to age this." That, that, funny enough, right? I was there was a bottle, there was a bottle on a shelf, right? And I had this, there, I had this mini gun, right? And I just went, sure, and shot all the glasses off. And because um, when you put a cursor over something, it tells you whether you can change the time of it. You know what I mean? So I, I just brushed my cursor on this broken glass, and I thought, I wonder if I can like tidy up the shelf. And I, I tidied up all the shelf. I, I, I put it all back, so everything that I broke. <laughs> Infinite time possibilities, massive <laughs> machine guns. Chinny's going to do some tidying up. Yeah, I, was, I thought I tidied all the shelf. I'm really sorry that I broke every bottle there. Uh, but the, some of the guns are really cool as well. You, I mean, it's as I say, it's got a little bit of everything. There's the slow motion thing where there's a there's a gun where every time you shoot a bullet, you can guide the bullet left and right, and all that jazz. There's a mini gun. There's a decent sniper rifle. There's a good assault rifle. The pistol's a little bit weak. Um, and you've got this like force push thing where their limbs fly off when you use it. Is it the best shooter I've ever played? Is it groundbreaking? No. Is it fun? Yeah. I, I, I think it's uh, a lot of fun. And I How think many stars out of five? Out of five, I would give it... Are we allowed halves or not? No, you said no halves. You said yeah, you weren't you allowed to give it. You, you made that. Your that was your rule. That was your rule, no halves. Out of five, I'd give it... Um, I'd, yeah, I'll give it a four. That's good. Metacritic 76, one-up said, just real quick. Uh, beneath its uh, repetitive puzzle design, half-baked multiplayer, blah, blah, blah. Beneath its flawed exterior lies a fine shooter that experiments with time manipulation more aptly than any game since Braid. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I played Time Shift. And the the originally with time shift they wanted to make it fairly open for when you could use your your time powers as it were, uh, but then when the actual game came out they sort of limited it to certain sections of the game where you could use, you know what you had to. And it was quite I I remember it being quite complicated to play. Um, did I you would find imagine that, that sort of thing would get in a lot of conflict with some of the game mechanics? Yeah, I mean, how uh, did, how did you find this? Does it does it seem to work really intuitively? The time stuff does it feel you easy? You do have to... a lot of tools, and there are moments when I don't lose ammo very often in games. And there was one moment in particular where I had no ammo, and all I had was my my time device, and that charges up after a while. You can either you can either wait for it to to reset itself, or you can you can like inject this thing, but you can only have so many things to pull it back to full. And there was there was just one moment where I was I only had the time stuff to to kind of play with and, and kill all these guys, uh, but yeah I mean there there are things that I don't use. There's one where you can kind of turn them into like a zombie and because um, oh, okay. there's monsters in there's a mo- there's monsters in the game as well. There's like freaks like radioactive freaks as well, uh, and you can turn a soldier into one of those freaks and it start attacking the other soldiers. I completely forgot about that. Until it reminded me, you know, like it, I think if mm-hmm. if you don't do something, it says, "Oh, by the way, you haven't done that." Very UAV big. standing by, repeat. Yeah, UAV yeah. standing it's like, by. It's, it's kind of like that. It's like you know, you haven't done this very often, so yeah. maybe you want to try it. Um, but the only problem is, it's it, it's good for a group of soldiers in the same room, but when they're all dead, you still got to kill that that you know that zombie or whatever it is. Uh, there's another one where uh, there is another. You have a lot of tools, and I suppose. I suppose that's a good thing in this case because you know you've got lots of different ways to kill them. You know, the 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 some of the freaks are quite fast and they can um, kind of shift into, they can go invisible, but you can still see them, but you can't shoot them. 
and you have to kind of force push them out of it, and they'll stumble over. Uh, there's quite a few boss battles in the game, and they're very good. You know, they're they're different. Uh, it's not like the same type of boss battle. It's not like the Batman boss battle where he has to smash into the wall. Uh, each I've come across three boss battles, and one was on a train track on a bridge, and the whole bridge and train was falling bit by bit while I was fighting this massive, uh, huge monster who was like bigger than the track with tentacles and all this and I'm trying to fight him and bit by bit I'm falling down and falling down and it, it was really it was really well done, I liked it. Uh, the only thing I didn't like uh, was just sometimes just, it's it's very small thing, sometimes you get I don't know where I've got to go and there are mm-hmm. moments in the game where, like, there's a little bit of puzzling. Not not a lot, you know, just a little bit of, like, you got to work out where to go on this bit. You're just bit. stupid! That's yeah, the well, problem! That, that, not, not, I don't mean that. I, I don't mind that, because that means I'm not I'm not doing this right because I'm dumb, not because of the right. game. Like, right. But there are moments where in the game where there's no puzzle, I just don't know where to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, where do I go? Um, but then I figured out that, the, if you press down on the D-pads, there's like a trail. It's nice. meant to be like one of the, the, the Doctor's trail, where, where where he's been and stuff. Well, he did that in Dead Space and also in Batman, didn't yeah. he? I really yeah. liked that. Like I just kind of forgot it was there. I never I never used it, on, and then I remembered like really far into the game. Uh, he's standing by. I know. I, uh, the, this is not really this game's fault. Uh, a lot of games are doing this, but why do people record audio log? Because they're scientists, man. They need to have. No, I get, 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 get why developers put audio logs in the game. It's to give yeah. the game more stories. But <laughs> the problem with the audio logs is there's far too many of them, yeah. right? Yeah. In this game, they. I mean, at least in Bioshock, you can pick them up and you can play it as you move, right? Yeah. With these, you, oh, they're yeah. like big, big, massive tape decks. Yeah, <sighs> like two spindle tape decks, huge things, and they you can't move them, and so you have to stay by them. Um, to hear them, and Weak. what look what what are these people doing? They carrying this whole thing, recording it, and just leaving it there. I don't get it. Right? And yeah, there's just so many of them, and you have to stop. You have to stand where it is just to listen to it. Uh, and you know, sometimes it, it, I don't mind it. Like I came across this room, and this guy, like this big skeleton, was like um, hanging by a noose from the ceiling, and there was an audio deck right next to it. And I was like, well, I'll listen to that to find out what. <laughs> That'll happened. be interesting. Um, there's there's ones like that, but like, are, are they carrying them around? Like, no wonder they died in this in this complex because they they just trying to carry. Around. <laughs> we have to get away from the monster. Put the stupid audio recorder down. No, it's a, I think it's called a new fashion at the moment. Audio logs yeah. to, to to inject. Story, yeah, but then, but he, but then it's got to sort of make sense. I mean, on like a spaceship, you know, you used to sort of Star Trek having audio logs because they don't write anything, so it sort of makes sense in Batman. You know, you're expecting sort of the doctors to do, you know, audio logs of the patients. That the, no, I'm know. not. I'm expecting the, uh, the doctors to write about the patients. Well, I'm talking, well, yes, I'm talking about, a lot I'm of talking about, all, all this, this thing about audio logs hasn't been contested, really. Um, but what I'm saying, in that sort of game and situation, like, and even in Bioshock to a certain extent, there's people not going to be dropping tape decks everywhere. Exactly. For you to be, I know. It, right. And, and, and I, think, I, think we, I think developers need to be careful about it. 
Well, they're a shortcut, and they, they, they make it easy to do this sort of thing, but yeah, I think we've got to find a different way to you evolve see, it. You see, in Alan Waite, they did it quite, you know, in a clever way, because it was all on television shows yeah. Or, yeah. or radio stations, so you were picking up the story off the radio station as you went along. I think one of the best guys, Alan Waite's a great example of doing it right. Yeah. Because um, Max Payne did it through TV as well. Yeah. But the, one of the... One of the best games that do it as well is Fallout 3. Fallout 3 do it really well. They do little audio tapes. They yeah. do like they do um, records on a computer, right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you want to take the time and read the records on the computer, then all the information is there. You find out yeah. quite a lot of backstory about what type mm-hmm. of building that you're in, and it makes sense. It completely makes sense for it to be on a computer. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, but the audio logs. I mean, I'm going to use a bad example of a game, like a, a poor game. Now is Dark Void, right? Dark Void had audio logs in and, st- and, and like pages of like I think it was like a journal, right? Like just pages of a journal. It wasn't audio logs. Pages of a journal, and someone was just going around this mysterious Bermuda Triangle like place. Writing a journal, ripping it a page and throwing it on the floor. It <laughs> no, 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 no. They wrote a journal and then like a monster took the journal after the person had died and they like shook it and the pages went everywhere, man. And they happened to land in a perfect order so that when you come across them, they're in chronological order. I just I just think that uh, – in chronological order. I, I just think that um, Singularity is a very good game. I recommend anybody – Duke and Stu, yeah, I think you do good, like yeah. it. If you like Fear, if you like Bioshock, it's it's not as good as Bioshock by any means, but it's it's a lot of fun. I I, I think yeah, people enjoy it. IP has been telling me that he's he likes it. Just the the only thing, yeah, I think that's it. The, the audio logs, there's too many of them, uh, and I don't have to listen to them. But like I like to know what's going on sometimes, and especially at the start, the first hour of the game is really slow. Um, and some people have complained about the first hour of the game being slow, but I liked it because I like to be kind of eased in, you know. Um, but there's so, there's so many audio logs, and they, it just makes no sense. They're, they're like a, as big as a, you know, five house bricks, and they're carrying them around, and it's it's a bit dumb like that. But the rest of the game is brilliant. Uh, I, I really liked it. Yeah, no, I think I will give it a go. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a weird time of year because it's a I shame think, that. It's, yeah, it's it's, 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 it's like that Activision have done nothing to promote it. it just no, you know, it's yeah, another one of those games that's. It's another one of those games that sort of slipped by unnoticed almost. Yeah. It even didn't it slip by our preview last week, or did we mention it? And I don't remember. I don't think we did, but it didn't. Did he not no. come out at the latter end of June? Remember, remember, I said to you. Oh, uh, July and August. Stu, yeah, it did. You're right. I said, it did. It did. I said to you, Stu. I said Singularity's out this week, and you went, "No, it's not." Yeah, and no, I missed it. it was... And we, we we just didn't know. Like, no, no one knows. Like, it's it, it's been you know, even when. If we don't know a game's coming out, then it's then the world's in trouble, man. Yeah, well, it, it, no, in a way, I, I get suspicious though. I'm like, oh, like that means <laughs> the game's going to be terrible. But for some reason, they just didn't back Singularity, and it confuses me. But in a really... in a way, Transformers yeah. is the same because that was Activision also, and Transformers didn't get a hell of a lot of promotion. Yeah, but if it's on the front of Xbox Live, you know, like awesome. the window when you log in, that's yeah. that's promotion. That costs money. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, I, don't, I still don't think it was as sort of maybe promoted as it, as it, as it should have been, really. And I'll, oh, I agree with that. But yeah, I I mean, further with Transformers, definitely. Definitely. You know, definitely. And I'll, yeah, I'll come definitely. on to that when I speak about my games. Uh, 
so anything else, Ginny? I haven't played the multiplayer. There is a multiplayer to it. I've heard it's kind of, you know, so-so. I, do know, I wish they'd stop doing that. I wish they'd yeah. stop putting multiplayers into single-player games. I would, have loved, I would have loved them to not, not do a multiplayer and just give me... Oh, I don't know what they could have done to make it better, but just maybe, you know, made it a little bit longer, I guess. I, I, I haven't finished it, so I'll maybe when I've finished it, I'll think that's just the right length. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want it any longer, I don't want it any shorter. Uh, we'll see, but... Um... Yeah, the, I've heard the multiplayer is kind of. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they keep doing it. I'm almost at a loss as to why, you know, everybody feels. I mean, how many people are really honestly playing Bioshock Two multiplayer now? Yeah. You know, it'd be hardly some, anyone. Yeah, so a lot of people said that, um, Uncharted Two didn't need multiplayer. Yeah, but that it totally did. I, th- I think the multiplayer was very well done. It was, but there's not as many games on the PS3. I mean, I know everyone still plays Modern Warfare Two on the PS3. Um, you know. The, the same as the 360, but I don't, I don't know. I think it was sort of almost okay now because he did it really well and it sort of fitted and it was okay. But these first-person shooters that are ten a penny and they sort of stick in a multiplayer, it's yeah. like almost because yeah. they they feel they have to, you know, regardless yeah. of whether anyone's going to bother playing it. It just seems wasted resources and money to me. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it, it is a little bit, and um, you know, if the game could have come out six months earlier without the multiplayer, I think that's probably. You know that would, that would have been fine. Like it doesn't need a multiplayer. I think the game stands alone. It's a good. It's. I think it's going to be a little bit forgettable. You know, you play it, you enjoy it, you move on. Um, By the way, Stu, you did ask. Right now on Steam, there are 258 people playing Bioshock 2. 258 people. That isn't so <laughs> <Yes>. really. <laughs> well, no, but that's just Steam, man. If you think there's probably an equivalent number playing on Xbox Live and an equivalent probably number isn't. playing on PSN, <laughs> that's not. like. A thousand people total. In the whole world out of what? The whole world. And uh, oh, just out of the contrast, out. right now there's 992 people playing Portal. <laughs> so there you go. Out of a potential, I don't know, 70 million. Well, guess what the number one game currently being played on uh, Steam is? I have no idea. Go on, you tell me. Counter-Strike. It, I was going to say, is it Counter-Strike? How many people are yes, playing that? Uh, 47,974. There you go. Yeah, slight yeah. difference. Somewhere along the way, yeah, there yeah. You go. still a lot of people. I, I, um, think, I think I think consoles are uh, are in a place where you you've got to you've got to be Call of Duty or Medal of Honor or something. Halo, to, uh, oh, you know, you've got to be Halo or something, or you know, you've got to be a big game to be a multi, to to compete with the multiplayer stuff or offer something different. You know, like but I think the way developers cool. look at it is okay, we made the game. Do we want to put co-op in or not? Um, and then, look, if we put in multiplayer, that's another thing we can advertise. You know what I mean? Like, they just see it as something yeah. you can stick in it's as a, a way to, you know, this equals more money. But it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Oh, 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 instead oh. of a multiplayer, a, 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 a separate co-op. Yeah. You know, like a separate yeah, co-op sure. thing. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, that's Which would probably take as much work as making a multiplayer. Definitely. Yeah, no, that is true. That is true. So, Jude, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? I've been playing a number of things. First of all, though, I need to say that I'm getting really irritated when I put a game in and it has to update, uh, assuming you. I haven't played it in a while. Not because I'm against updates, but because I know for a fact that at least lately in some of the games I've been playing, at least half of those updates are all about putting new ads in. 
Because like in Rainbow Six Vegas 2, for instance, like when you're looking around the casino, there will be an ad for a movie that's coming out. And they keep changing that. So really? Just, yes. Oh, yeah. They'd be, you know, they'd be, they did oh. that on Splinter Cell Double Agent. I put, break, I put Splinter Cell Double Agent in quite like late in its life. Yeah. All right? And there was, a, there was a film, advertisement for a film, uh, I think it was um, The Kingdom with the, what's his name, Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Right? And that, like, that, just, that, wasn't, that film wasn't out when the game yeah. was released. Yeah. No way. That really bugs me. I think they do it a lot. I think the Tom Clancy games do it a did lot. You, did you notice much in Splinter Cell Conviction? I don't remember seeing any adverts in that game because they were talking about a lot of advertising for that game. I don't know, but I bought a lot of Coca-Cola when I finished it. Did you? Oh, maybe that's <laughs> what it was. Coke. So anyway, that just bugs me lately. I, I don't need an event on that. Um, I played the demo for Blacklight Tango Down. Yeah, oh, no, I gave yeah. this a go as well, yeah. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'll play this. And I mean, I had fun with it. Uh, there's lots of customization, like lots of customization. Um, I didn't get the sound. I mean, aside from the scopes and things, I didn't know if it, it was going to help me do better in the game, but I certainly can make my gun look cool. Uh, the visuals and the audio were cool. I really like the fact that they got those weird grenades. You throw them, and then suddenly that spot on the map has like this yeah. big dome of confusion in it. And yeah, but that, that doesn't that doesn't really help you either, though, does it? It's all well, it might confuse your enemy. Which, yeah, but it impedes you as well because you can't see. Oh, through. sure. Yeah, right. Um, but you don't throw it at yourself, man. You throw it at the enemy. I know. I realize that. <laughs> um, there's no there's no feedback when you connect with the enemy. I was complaining about this on some other game recently. I know, but. Um, like in Call of Duty, when you shoot at a person, there's a little X that appears on the screen when you hit them. That's how you know when you're connecting or not. You should keep yeah. shooting that direction or not based on whether that X appears. This game doesn't have that. So, And I remember Halo didn't have that. Halo 3, when I played that, which I don't play many Halo games, but uh, that really turns me off when a game doesn't do that because I need to know. I suppose if you're going for realism, you wouldn't know, man. But I don't want to hear about that. It's a video game. Um, and I really like getting that kind of little instant feedback through a sound effect or a little tiny indicator on the screen, something that lets me know that, yes, you are making contact with the enemy. Um, and the maps were really big, which is great, but um, like on one of them, we only had like three people on each team because some people quit in the middle of the game or something, and the map was way too big. We were just spending ages running around, and I wonder if they're too big for only 16 people, but um, I don't know. I guess that's a minor gripe. Ultimately, though, I mean, I had a lot of fun playing it, and I played it for the full hour that you were able to play it. I thought they did the demo in an interesting way because you could play. I mean, it felt like a fully functioning game, but you only had an hour of actual gameplay. But in between the rounds, they didn't count the time. Yeah, so I, was, yeah I thought that was really cool that it was all yeah, that's gameplay smart. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool thing to do. So I played the full hour, but ultimately what I realized is, um, you know, I asked myself, okay, would I ever sit down to play a shooter and think to myself, would I rather play Modern Warfare 2 or Blacklight Tango Down? And the answer is, I would always end up playing Modern Warfare 2, because it's the game I'm used to, and it's the game I'm trying to advance in, and it's pretty much the same game, so I didn't buy it. Yeah, he's got some issues, though, because I think having fixed spawn points, and I know there's tourists there, but it doesn't stop people camping out outside. Exactly, and... um, Kill it zone, doesn't matter whether you can see that. Yeah, I was going to say it was very reminiscent to Killzone 2. Yeah. Because that had a similar sort of function. But people figured out in Killzone 2 how to get around the tourists so they could actually oh, yes. camp out oh, yes. in your base. Oh, yes. And that makes it very frustrating sometimes. Yeah. So there was that. That was a bit of an issue with it. I found the you know the idea of not having a mini-map and sort of relying on this sort of X-ray vision, as it were. A bit yeah, different. I didn't ever use that. So <laughs> I, I, I heard about it later, but I was just like, that's weird. 
Yeah, it was a little bit confusing. And also what, what tended to happen while you were looking at it, you were getting shot at by, you know, because sure. you, you obviously, you know, covers up the whole thing. You can sort of see. It's, the mini-map is something you can do instantly, like glance at it and yeah. sort of pick up on it. But this mechanic seems like it's more interactive and would require a, more of a slowdown. Yeah, and, but the game itself moves really quickly as well. It does it? move really quickly, and I like the way it looks, and I like the sound. They did a good job with the sound on it, and the the feel and the mood of it sounded neat, and it was fun. And, I mean, um, for, yeah, for, I, for 1,200 points, I, I think it's a pretty... I mean, when you consider we paid 1,200 points for Battlefield 1943 for... Yeah, exactly. You know, basically, was it one map? <laughs> and sort well, of there was game time or something. But yeah, no, no, yeah, absolutely. They did a good job providing a lot of variety. And I'll be honest, I, I it may be silly to say, but I think if I had gotten a little visual feedback, just a little red dot or something, when I connect with the enemy, I may have bought it because that may have been the tipping point. Yeah, it's not that game. I mean, what did you think, Ginny, overall? Um, I, I thought it was decent. It's a good multiplayer uh, little shooter thing. But the problem is, I think I am a bit bored of that type of multiplayer. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm very bored of leveling up now. You know, there's too many of them. Um, I just, I just kind of can't do it anymore. You know, it's I just, can't do it anymore. I just can't. Don't I, I, make it's, me. It's, they've looked I've at, lost they've my looked, will to live in yeah. multiplayer games. They've looked at multiplayer games, and they've looked at what people like about multiplayer games, and they've put it all in this, and they've gave, they've given it like that kind of that that cool aesthetic of you know it's all kind of weird code computer and scrambling and stuff. I, I like it. I like all that. I've got nothing bad to say about it. It's just that I I just can't be bothered with these type of games anymore. They're not not for me anymore. I've got my Modern Warfare 2. If I want to play that that multiplayer, I'll play that. I don't think I'm going to be playing another one. You know, when when the new yeah. Call of Duty comes along, I'll just be playing the single player. I'll dip into the multiplayer just to try it out. Same with Model of Honor, but it's the, I'll just be playing the single player pretty much. I don't care about multiplayer. I'm like, I've kind of done what Stu's done. Like, I just kind of forgot about multiplayer now. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so, anything else, Stu? Anything else? You yes, want? real quick. Uh, I'm playing some Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. I um, I'm close to Prestigion again, so I think that'll probably happen within before I leave on my holiday in a little while. Um, I played Death by Cube because it was, I don't know if it was oh, special or oh, something. Oh, that was horrible. I hated that <laughs> game. Yeah, it was pretty meh. I was like, I didn't even bother... Doing more than yeah, a couple cool of art levels. style and weird, but yeah, yeah, they're totally trying for a Gladys effect with that robotic woman voice too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, try it, it, was, yeah. it was Square Enix, weren't it, who published that? Uh, yeah, I think they were. Yeah. Um, Fear Two, I've been going through that again, and oh my god, that game is is a lot of fun. I love the way it's, it's a good designed. Game. It was good. It's a really good game, and like I posted on the website, man, there is something that's really it's actually game changing about that elite power armor. Because yep. you spend so much of the game tense and nervous and angry, and then suddenly you're in this like indestructible metal suit, and you're just and like mowing people down, and it's a really empowering moment. And then you go right back to like creeping around and hiding in the shadows and being attacked by ghosts. And but he's a bit like that. I also thought when you pick up the 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 big sawed-off sniper rifle for the first time in the game. Oh sure, that's and a it's good all one. like one-shot kills on every enemy oh, yeah. within. It's like wow, that's really Absolutely. empowering. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and then the other one I've been doing, and I just went nuts with it for some reason. I was just like, you know what? I feel like playing Borderlands. And then I put it in, and I started. I'm like halfway through it again. I, I'm just going through. I need to get back into that. I never finished it. Maybe I'll have to I'm join up with you. Shame on you, dude. Well, I... I'm doing my second go-around, so I'm like level 47 by now. Yeah. 
Oh, well, um, but it, I mean, it's such a great game. It's I so know. much fun, and it's, um, you know, the missions are designed well, and the loot, oh my god, I never get tired of like, oh, maybe this box will have a better gun. Maybe this box will have a better I gun. I know, yeah. So, yeah, that's we'll me done. Some, we'll come on to some of that stuff later. We're going to talk about things like that. Um, yeah, myself, I've, I've uh, finished Transformers, finally. I didn't think I was going to get it done, I have to say, because... Um, I've had a really busy weekend. You know, one of my chefs was off sick, so I ended up going in on Saturday early morning and didn't get my late night Friday night gaming in. So I thought I'm never going to get this done, but I managed to get there. Um, and I've got to say, I, I really had an almost throw the controller moment. Yeah. Oh no, oh, I really did. Oh. Um, I was playing on normal, and I hadn't had. I did the uh, Decepticon. Um, campaign, no issues. I got to the final boss in that, no problems. Did it fairly easily. Didn't really have any issues at all. Uh, did the Autobot stuff. And I'd done a bit of alternate. And then I sort of just concentrated on doing both of them one at a time. Got to the end of the Autobots. Got onto the final boss fight in normal mode. And I just could not do it. I, I sort of tried. And I tried. And I said to Kay. I said to Kay. Oh, I've, I've only got to do the final boss. So it'll probably only take me about 20 minutes. And I was about an hour and ten minutes later. I was just, and I must have tried to do it in normal about, oh, I, I lost count of how many times I died, really. And it was always around the same bit. I just could not get past this certain bit. Um, and the, the boss, it's very, it's, it's quite a, a good and fun game to play, but it's quite old-fashioned as well. It's very old-fashioned in its design. I've heard parts of it are, are really tough if you're playing it on your own. Yeah, I felt like I needed to be playing in co-op on that final boss fight on normal. normal. So what I did, I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll restart the chapter and I'll put it on easy and and just see if I can manage it on easy. And then I I didn't think I was going to do that, but on about my fifth or sixth attempt, I did it. Uh, So I finally got the last boss. But God, lovers, honestly to God, I was getting to the stage of... Because the AI characters do nothing to help you at all just like always yeah they they sort of make out they're doing stuff you know they <laughs> they're making out while you're fighting yeah <laughs> no, no not like that uh, they shoot in the general direction but they don't really it's kind of like call of duty they they do that in call of duty as well yeah it makes they, it look like they're doing it but they're they not. look pretty but they, they you know they look pretty doing stuff but they're not really doing anything yeah i felt like i was missing some co-op on that but i got there and i finished it and it was good it's really good but it's very old-fashioned I think is the best way to. It's a very much a corridor sort of, very linear. You know, five minutes of shootouts and a bit of cutscene, and you know, maybe a travel between one area and another, and then more shooting. And so it's very old-fashioned in its approach. And what was a bit disappointing in some ways is both of the campaigns feel very similar. You know, they just feel like the same campaign with a new skin on top of it. You know, and the, the boss fights, although they're varied and they're different, they're very similar in the way you have to defeat them. So there's not a massive amount of. Varied. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's brilliant! It's like this year's Batman Arkham Asylum." And I don't think it's quite that good, but it's good. It is really, really good, and it's another one that's unfortunately got missed in Activision again. Like I've just said before, didn't really do a massive job. Of I think ma- it did. I, I think it did a better job of promoting itself than Singularity. They could have done a, a lot better because yeah. it's Transformers. Yeah. There's something about robots that instantly appeals to little boys. And especially a know? Transformers game that actually is good and not some yeah. crappy movie tie-in, you know, and it's actually a really good game. So, yeah, so that was really good. And then the other game I've been playing is is mainly tonight, really. I bought Monkey Island 2, 
Um, but I haven't, I just haven't had a chance to play it. I've got Crackdown 2, which I'm not going to talk about this week, uh, because again, I've played about half an hour, which is less than I played the demo. Have you played Crackdown 1? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And you've played Crackdown 2, so <laughs> from what I've heard. I was like, why is he asking that? Crackdown 1.5. No, I'll, I'll give my views properly next week when I've had a chance to put a good few hours I should, I should have played it by next week as well. Yeah, so I'm going to leave that where it is for the time being, because I'm not talking about it until I've really had a go. And I've, I'm not going to talk about it until I've jumped off the agency tower, you know, because I think that's got to be done. Um, so yeah, you so pebble, pebble dash the achievement. Yes, till I've done that. So I, I will talk about it once I've done that. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully put some time into that this week. Um, but yeah, the other the other game I've been playing, um, yeah, Decay uh, Part Two came out on the indie games tonight. No way, I didn't know it was out. I came. If you'd have been watching the uh, Shoutbox, uh, put. A I don't watch anything. You put a little link up in there, and like, oh, I'm gonna go and get that. And then I played it for about two hours tonight, and was like, Hell yeah, dude! Oh, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's one that it's it's the first sort of indie game that I've been like, you know, anticipating, which yeah, sounds oh, really no weird. Uh, but I've, because I like the, rarely of this quality. Yeah, I like the first one so much. I thought, you know, what are they gonna do in the second one? Why the hell are you going into the weird bathtub? And where are you yeah. gonna come out? And yeah. Really good. I've been really the puzzles in it have been fantastic. It is really like a a modern day point and click adventure game. That's pretty much what it is. You know, that's pretty much what it is. It's sort of picking stuff up, combining them, using them. Uh, but there's there's one bit one bit in the game where you have to solve a few bits of puzzles, and then it gives you a musical melody which you have to then play on a piano to solve. You know, to get another clue. Missed rip off. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but it was it was quite cool. I did that but in I mean, um, Eternal, Eternal Darkness, I did that as well. Did he? So there was that, right? So I ended up, though, because I couldn't quite get, because it's a bit slow sort of doing it on a, you know, on a keyboard with a cursor. So I, I actually got my, my daughter's toy keyboard down from upstairs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, I sat there, and it's another game that makes you write stuff down. You have to write stuff down as you find yeah. It's very misty, you know. It's very yeah. sort of misty. It did of... remind me of the first episode. Reminded me a lot of Mist, which is great. More power to him. Yeah, I think you're gonna like. I mean, it's two forty points again, which is just seem a bit steep. There, dude. But you know what? How many pounds is that? It's like two fifty here. Uh, yeah. It's probably, it's probably about one pound fifty. Yeah, maybe slightly more than that. About. Two I mean, that's not too bad. It's it's not. Notes. It's not for what it's joke. Is. <laughs> it's not fun. and it, I, I would definitely recommend anyone to to play both of these because I think the the atmosphere and I did one point I really jumped it it really made me jump uh, yeah. which was which was really coolly done and I was like and then a couple of jump time, yeah, yeah. Really, singularity made me shit my pants fucking <laughs> out I never jump so much in my life I don't jump very often but God my God oh God. It's horrible, isn't it? Jumping, I hate it. I mean, what what, <laughs> yeah. what Decay does really well is build an atmosphere. It's really creepy music. The art, the, the, you know, the, the art design is fantastic. You know, just light coming in through windows. and It's very much like uh, Condemned, but it, it's not moving. <laughs> it's those sorts of really sort of drab and dreary and, you know, oppressive looking. Yeah. It's, but then it's, something scary would happen and it and would then... make you... <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, definitely recommend this little Christmas. So, yeah, interestingly, an, an indie game that you know that's not to do with our indie picks, which is that brings us nicely on to the next part of our show. I think so. Yeah, I think we should do uh, the indie picks for this week, and then we'll come back and talk about those. Uh, we've got a topic of conversation, and we're also going to look at the Red Dead DLC that's coming. So we're going to talk a bit about that. So uh, yeah, indie picks. Let's have that. 
This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quadrian on Xbox Live. This week I'm going to look at two shooters. One is by Hololi, Prismatic Solid, and the other one is by Radiant Games, uh, which actually has the developer in the title. Uh, the first game I'm going to look at is Prismatic Solid, and this is by most definitions a bullet hell shooter. It does kind of deviate in certain ways because um, it definitely makes it a lot easier once you get used to the the gameplay mechanics than most typical bullet hell shooters which involve a lot and I mean a lot of dodging bullets. In this one you actually have three satellites that orbit your ship and the interesting thing about this game is these satellites actually change their formation based upon what shots you're using. And you've got every single shot type right off the bat. So you can just switch between whichever shot you want to use. And certain ones are going to be more convenient than others. And to be fair, uh, I think there's too many shot types. I, I, I found myself not really bothering with the majority of them. Because one really pulls the satellites in really close. So it basically acts like a solid type shield. For when you're getting just absolutely spammed by bullets. And um, the other ones either spread them out or completely push them to the back. Like if you're doing a shot that's very offensive, you're going to sacrifice defense there. So there's a kind of there's a kind of counterbalance system here where you're you're saying, okay, I want more offense or I want more defense, um, and that's pretty much a key mechanic within the game from beginning to end. And the other really quirky thing is that um, what separates this from typical bullet hell shooters is that you're sweeping the bullets. And what I mean by that, if you're not familiar with bullet hell shooters, you don't really know what that means. Just think about sweeping up dust and you get kind of an idea. And all these bullets are coming towards you and you want to sweep them away by making your satellites touch them. So that is a huge mechanic of the game because there's just no way you're not going to get hit unless you're doing that. So how skillful you are at sweeping up these shots, it makes a big difference. The other main thing to highlight about this game is the art style, which is it's kind of like a 3D Japanese art game when it comes to the art style. It, it's very esoteric and I kind of like that. It, it has a sort of weird zen feel to it and um, I actually appreciate that in a bullet hell shooter because it's a contradiction because... You know, in, in a bullet hell shooter, you almost expect to hear like heavy J-Rock uh, and like just like crazy visuals and stuff like that. But in this, it's the visuals are actually um, pretty almost, I'd almost say soothing if it weren't for the particle effects. If you love shooters, it's a really well-made game, well-polished. It's absolutely a good game to, to see, especially if you do have any interest in shooters. And the, um, the other one I'm going to look at is going to be Radiant Games Crossfire. And at first glance, this is going to look like Space Invaders. And actually, it couldn't be farther from Space Invaders if they tried. First off, to differentiate, the aliens, or whatever you want to call them, the turrets, will never come all the way down. So they're never going to crush you. And the other main thing that differentiates this game is that you're swapping back and forth from the top of the screen to the bottom, which is a huge gameplay mechanic. And this functions as two things. It functions as getting you behind the enemy, and it also functions as a dodge move, because when you're warping from the top and to the bottom, of the, or, or vice versa, from one side of the screen to the other, you're actually invincible. And you use this mechanic to collect ammunition, which look like multipliers, uh, but they're not. They look like things from Geometry Wars. And it gives you a super shot, which again is, is one of those mechanics that I, I really didn't feel was necessary, it kind of felt tacked on. 
Um, I actually would have preferred that they be multipliers, to be honest. Now, this is more expensive, um, and they put out another game as well, which was 80 points. I'm a bit puzzled why they put this out at 240, but it is a quality title. So, I'd have to say, if you really like shooters and you're looking for something really quirky, different, um, but very well put together, aside from the learning curve that you're going to have to do in the beginning, once you get past that learning curve, it's a very solid title, but it's really for shooter fans. It's really not for anybody else because a non-shooter fan is not going to dish out those 240 points for a game that they're not really into or they just can't figure out. Um, so yeah, definitely you got two choices this week, uh, rating games Crossfire or Prismatic Solid. They're both different types of shooters, but they both got that kind of bullet hell mechanic to it, and they both handle it in completely different manners. And they're both priced differently, so you've got two price choices as well. So both are worth um, investing some time into checking out if, if you put any merit on what I say. And if not, there will be the other guys' opinions to hear and see what they think. So there you go. So Yes, there will be our opinion. So, Jude, go for it then. Um, I don't know. What do you want me to say? The... I don't even remember the different names of them. The one that's the Prismatic Solid Hellstorm yeah. thing. There was a really good variety of enemies. I like the fact which, that Which one's some... this one? Is this the very sort of 3D... Yes. Not cool the Star Wars, the Space Invaders clone. The one... Oh, the Space Invaders clone. You're starting not on Not the Space Invaders clone. Oh, not that one. Sorry. Carry on. Okay. Carry on. So the one that's not the Space Invaders clone. Um, I so don't know. You I felt like... So the Space Invaders clone. Yeah, so is that the Space Invaders clone then? I kill all. <laughs> Not the sp- okay. Prismatic Not the Solids space is called. Fine, Prismatic Solids. Uh, you know, it, points for trying, I guess, because yeah, like I said, there's you know the the art design, the sprites are designed well. Um, but I couldn't figure out what the hell I was supposed to do with some of them because there are these metal spinning things, and I'm shooting them, and it's just going clang 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 clang, which makes me think that they're just bouncing off and having no effect. But maybe I can shoot them and destroy them. I can't tell. And then the boss comes, and it seems to be no way to get around them, or maybe I just suck. But it was just this big snake thing, and I was destroying parts of it. But then it moved really quick, and then it was off the screen. I'm like, where is it coming from? And then it showed up again. Aha! And then I died. And I don't know. I just felt like it was really hectic and chaotic and jumped from one thing to another really quickly. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't very impressed by that one. Okay. And... The Space Invaders clone was fun. I'm sorry, dude. It's the Space Invaders clone. Uh, you know, I mean, it's got enough different things involved that it's, you know, it's obviously not a direct clone. But it, uh, you know, the warping thing, first of all, I, I know that it has it in the help files, but it should say, I mean, I don't understand why these games don't have more popping up like, hey, warp, and you can do this. I know. We uh, talked about this prior. I know. We have. And so I should just let it go and just accept that. Let it go. Aren't going to do that, but they should. Yeah. I'll bring it up every time if I think I it'll do some good. I told, I told him what you would say. I said, you know what he's going to say, don't you? <laughs> so anyway, I mean, whatever. Like, it was a fun enough game, and I actually enjoyed that more than the other one because, yeah, you know, when they flip around and you move in there and take them out, but uh, I don't know. I think that anytime I want that sort of I'm at the bottom or at the bottom and the top uh, and shooting enemies that are diving at me or shooting things down on me, I'll just go to Galaga. I mean... Play the classic. There you go. Chinny, what did you think then? Um, the Space Invaders clone. I liked it. Uh, 
You no, wait. Are sure we don't have zombie chin on this? Know. Yeah, we're waiting for the bolt. <laughs> but no, I, I, I thought it was all right. Yeah, I thought the, it, the graphics were nice. They were very sharp. Uh, different different types of enemies. I like the whole shifting from you know space invaders at the bottom, and then you go zip, and then you're at the top. And there also there's like a co-op thing, so you could do a local co-op. So I, I bet that would be fun. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, I thought I was good. There you go. I didn't. I, I didn't buy it. Because no, you know, two forty. <sighs> I, I just no, not because of the price. I just, I just think, uh, maybe I don't know, but I, I just, I, I just didn't. I, I played the demo. I was like, that's as bare, as much fun I'm gonna get out of that. Yeah. You know, whereas with Geometry Wars or something, you want to keep playing, and it, it, it's, it's more enjoyable, I guess. Like for some reason, it's more addictive. Um, yeah. Than it, than, than in, than this game. The other one. I didn't like that one very much. There was too many different guns. I had no idea what they did. I had no idea what the sweep thing did. Right, I did try and read up on it. I, I, I didn't like it at all. I kept on dying. I, I killed that big worm thing. The next level was in, insanely hard. There was these big circle donut things and they shoot a thousand bullets. And I could never ever dodge them. I didn't like it. I liked the, uh, the second level because it's kind of like water. You're like on water and stuff. Um, but I, I just I just got instantly bored with it after that. I didn't like it. Yeah, no, I I'd agree. I liked I liked um, Crossfire. I thought that was cool. I really liked the, the way it yeah. worked. I think had That's it been the been... Pac-Man game, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Had it been eighty points, I would have definitely bought it. I think I yeah. wouldn't have had. One I don't know. I just there's just nothing more about it. I don't it know. Was fun, though. Did... It was fun to play, and I right, like. Yeah. I... Thing worked like a dodge because you were invincible while you were warping from one side yeah. to the other, and it, there was a lot of timing involved as well. You know, when especially as you get as you get into the later levels, the the sort of your bullets bounce off the front of them, so you yeah, have to. And there's ones that you have to shoot up the arse. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good, and, and you know, I'd like to see how different it got. You know, as you sort of went along, how much more did it? Co-op would be interesting as well. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I really quite like that. Um, Prismatic Solids, I would agree. I just think. Didn't you know like that it. that is for masochists. You know when you get to did you actually get to the second level? Did you fe- defeat the first boss and get onto the second level? Yeah, there's, with, there's, with there's, like the like water lily things. There's yeah, there's big green things and they shoot like a million bullets. Oh, it was it, it, it was just ridiculous. It's like how are you supposed to defeat these things? And I did yeah. the snow. You got a weapon called snow. Yeah, it's like a little shield thing. Um, but it didn't work. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be enough. So. I don't know. Yeah, I it was just... horrible. The second level, you you just suddenly the the difficulty ramps up tenfold, yeah. and it's like you oh, know. And Quanri himself, Quanri who likes bullet hell shooters, even he said it took him a while to get through the second level and work out what he had to do. But yeah, it definitely wasn't for me. But it was only eighty points, so I mean, you know, but it just wasn't enough. But like I said, the other one, Crossfire, and and you've got to look at Radian Games Crossfire, not just Crossfire, because it is an undersea. It's under now, R. Who did you say that game is for against to? I don't know who. What kind of person is it for? Uh, a masochist. 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 Sorry, a little ultra violence there. Oh my god! Do you, <laughs> do you just have a sound clip for anything I might happen to? Why are you alone? Masochist. Masochist. That just sounds like such a terrible tune. It's an awesome song. Wait, here's something from earlier in the song. Get it off. All right, I'm done. He's bleeding. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, 
us. I feel sorry for the listeners having to listen to that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. So there you yes. go. That's seen the game's done. But yeah, I, I, you know, the uh, crossfire is definitely worth looking at. The other one, not so much. Um, okay. Uh, what I'd like to move on to, I'd like to, we've not done a topic for a few weeks, so I thought we'd do a topic of conversation tonight. Topic um, time. Topic time. Uh, what I'd like to talk about is what what motivates us to play games, basically. What keeps us playing games that we enjoy? You know, what are the rewards in games that make us want to carry on playing them? And what games have we played where we stopped playing them? And why, why did we stop? You know, what sort of stopped us from playing those games? So, yeah, Duke. So what's, well, I mean... Yeah, I was actually thinking about this last week because what I realized is that one of the things that really drives me is when I'm curious to know something about it. Like, okay, in a book, I love a lot of science fiction where I'm not sure what's going on, but I have hope that eventually I will understand what's happening, you know? And so I think, like, (sighs) Borderlands... I wanted to know what's in the vault, you know? Like, I knew it wasn't what they said it was, but I was so curious. Um, and, uh... I'll, I'll finish that game. I have no idea what's in there. So disappointed. But then, to a certain extent, I mean, the the drive of Borderlands, the rewards in that game is the, is the loot pickup. It's the loot. It's all about the loot. It's I mean, but the first the time around, it was the vault. I mean, I was curious about... that. Was, that was the number one thing I wanted to do, because there was a point when... I was getting to the end, and I was kind of sick of the loot, and I'm like, I probably have the best gun I'm ever going to get, and I don't know, whatever, whatever. But I was literally (laughs) racing through the levels, Um, and I knew that, yeah, eventually. What was was in it? What was in the vault? A big monster. Ah. A big monster, and then you kill it, and it drops nothing. What, no loot? Nothing. Uh, It It did drop very That That was what was in the vault. That was it. Yeah, that's it. And I was like, what the... Sorry, I thought, spoilers. I thought Anybody? I killed him to get to the vault. No! that oh. the, And then the... the, the uh, this is real spoilers. I don't know if you don't want me to say it, Stu. Well, do you know, do you know what? <laughs> it's what very I've disappointing. Heard, That's all from I'll what say. I've heard, I'm, I'm not particularly bothered because... If it, was, if it was like, you know, like a Bioshock or a Portal... Yeah, or some right. sort of game where, you know, the ending's fantastic and there's right. a huge twist and you're like, wow, I, w- I will probably be bothered. There might be some listeners out there who haven't finished Borderlands yeah. who be bothered, but warning, you know, I'm not bothered. because Skip ahead two minutes. Yeah, skip ahead. Um, the, you know, this little angel, the, the guardian angel is with you the whole time. Yep. She's like, we, we've achieved what we set out to do and, like, we had to lie to you about there being cool stuff in the vault so that you would go in and open it up and then kill this monster for the this time around and then we'll have to deal with it again in 200 years or something like that. And it was just so disappointing and stupid and, uh she in a satellite or something? Yes, she's in a satellite. And then it's like, oh, ooh, is she a robot? Is she, like, an extraterrestrial creature? Maybe the next game will be on a different planet. Who knows? Who cares? Um, but what I was going to say is that, you know, like, when a game comes out that's showing me just hints of this and that, like uh, um, the, the Guardian, uh, the, what is it, Last Guardian? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then, like, that one that's coming out on the PSN, like, I'm really curious, what is that one called? Yeah, I have, I have no idea, really. Yeah, no no idea. It's interesting now, you know. No, but I really am you know, curious can I about just that say, game. Like, I, I just want to know more about it. Can I just say, I am not going to call every week's show whatever title of Journey. <laughs> I didn't ask you to do that. You do I, that on your own. I know. But it had to be. <laughs> and the, that's the last, that's the last Journey song I even know or care about, so that's the last time I'm doing that. I mean, I'll, I love that song. 
I was going to say, <laughs> I did find an article on on playing games and you know what what you know motivates people. You know what makes yeah. people want to play games. And apparently, XP, man, shooting people no, in the head, splitting into four sections. Um, the first of which, the first of which is called hard fun. It's called hard fun. Oh, I've been to that that nightclub. So you, what I'm going to do? I'm going to read through <laughs> these, and you've got to tell me which of these you think you are. Okay, God. does that does that make are sense? You my doctor. I know. <laughs> so here we go. So hard fun is emotions from meaningful challenges, uh, strategies, and puzzles. Okay. So basically, it's sort of these are the the four points that make up this, which is uh, playing to see how good I really am. Uh, playing to beat the game, having multiple yes. objectives and requiring strategy rather than luck. Yes. Uh, and it says, games with this key offer compelling challenges with a choice of strategies. Uh, they balance game difficulty with player skill through levels, uh, player progress or player controls, i.e. Mario Kart. The difficulty of the challenge matches the skill of a novice and advanced players. If you can't drive, you can at least throw stuff. Uh, plus it offers emotion uh, opportunities for cooperative and competitive gameplay. So, so would you say either you two are the, are the hard fun player? Certain elements of it. I mean, I like something to provide a little bit of a challenge. I don't look for something insane. I don't usually play games on their hardest settings. But, but I do like something that you know, like when I finish a game, I like to feel like okay, I you know, I I conquered that game. Not, I, mean, I didn't want to say I achieved something. Well, it's interesting because it said, you know, it says what what developers these type of games want to try and do is is actually balance frustration because they want to create some frustration for you in the game, so you get frustrated uh-huh. uh, with triumph. So, which is uh, Firo, apparently, which is an Italian word for personal triumph. Screw that, man! I got enough frustration <laughs> in my daily life. I don't need it with video games too. You know, and it's sort of to test skills. So that's that's the first one. Chini, are you that hard fun? I don't think so. There was one where it says just to beat the game, and I do like Duke. There is something about beating the game that's rewarding, you know. Like you, 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 you can just look at it and go, "I've beat you. I've beaten you." <laughs> I mean, interest, interesting. When I was playing uh, Transformers uh, on Saturday, is it Saturday or Sunday? I can't even remember what day it was. Now I think it was Sunday. Oh, no, no. And, uh, I actually had to stop to have some lunch in between finishing it. Right? I had to go and have some lunch. And I, I was so tense, you know, and you're like, yeah. and I was sat there like, oh, I'm so tense. See, when I, when I bet the saboteur, I'm <laughs> I like, spot yeah. a tea. Oh, yeah, so tense. I, 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 bet, I bet the saboteur, and I'm like, yes, I bet that game. And you know, do you know what was really terrible, right? I was playing it in the conservatory, and Millie was watching Harry Potter probably for the 15th time on the telly in the lounge. I and thought then she that, wasn't old enough to watch it. And that finished, right? And then she decided she was going to go outside and play with her Barbies in this. She's got this like place swimming pool. Came in she's the conservatory, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's eight. Uh, came in the conservatory like to go, Smithers. <laughs> go outside. And I saw you know when you see somebody out the corner of your eye, and I'm thinking, well, she can't see this because it's obviously you know. And I'd sort of already at that point tried to do it about ten times. <laughs> so I saw her. I'm like, what are you doing? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Father is pathetic. I, know. I felt terrible. <laughs> My dad could beat up your dad in video games. Well, there was what I was going to say when I finally did beat, even though I had to move it onto easy, and it was a hard thing to to go to easy, you know, and actually admit that I couldn't do it on normal. And yeah. and when I actually, hey man, I understand. I've been there. <laughs> and then when something wrong about that, you was. I know. Yeah. But when I actually did it, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, yes, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Sort of agreed there was that sort of feeling of triumph for, for sort yeah. of finally coming 
you know, overcoming the adversity. And of like Ka- I wrote on that thing, you know, that game, the thing about Braid and Modern Warfare 2, like sometimes that's that's really valuable to have, especially if like you've had a day or a week when it feels like you haven't triumphed at anything. Like having a triumph on a video game can be significant. It can be a little kick in the ego. Like, yeah. But I think that's I, what EK does so well as well when I've been playing that tonight. Every time I've worked out a puzzle, I've gone... Oh, sure. that's what it is, you know, when yeah, it yeah. suddenly dawns on you what you've got to do. And I'm stuck at the moment. There's there's one I'm actually stuck on, but it's very misty. It's very sort of, doesn't really give you, it's giving you I've nice back in time. I've already played too much Singularity because you said it's very <laughs> misty about no, no, but what I'm saying is it's that, about his eyes, they're very oh, misty. <laughs> and it's like Portal, it's that eureka moments when you work out what you've got to do. Those eureka moments. Okay, next one, easy fun. So these are these grab attention and, and ambiguity, incompleteness and detail. So that's what this means. Easy fun. So it says uh, so people who like these sorts of games uh, like exploring new worlds with intriguing people. Yes. Uh, excitement and adventure. Wanting yeah. to figure it out what's going on. Uh, yeah. Seeing what happens in the story, even if I have to use a walkthrough. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Feeling like me and my character are one. Uh, liking the sound of cards shuffling. I have no idea what that means. And growing dragons. <laughs> Whatever that. But they basically, what they got to do this. Was to he hoy for the last two? <laughs> what they got? Shuffling dragons, man. <laughs> uh, when they did this study, they had 15 hardcore, what they considered hardcore gamers. 15 sort of casual, you know, play games that weren't really, you know, massively into game, And 15 non-gamers. And then they got them to all play different games to sort of see how they... And then answer a questionnaire after each game that they played. So that's how I they see. came up to this. Okay. So what they were saying, the games games of this key entice the player to linger. Not necessarily in a 3D world, but to become immersed in the experience. Uh, rich stimuli and ambiguity, as well as detail, cause the player to pause with wonder and curiosity. That sounds like Stu. Uh, I know, I know. This is me. This is definitely me. Uh, <laughs> repetition and rhythm can be hypnotic in Mario Kart. Well. The visual display, kart technology, and zany game obstacles inspire curiosity and immersion. Other games with easy fun mentioned uh, by players included Myst, uh, Splinter Yay. Cell, EverQuest, GTA, uh, Max Payne, Halo, Civilization, Collapse, Tetris, Dark Age of Camelot, and the Heart. So just just to just to let you know, this is quite an old study. It was about two thousand and five when this was done. So. So what do you what do you think of that then? So are you are you an easy fun kind of player? I think I'm more easy fun than hard fun. Yeah, me too. But then, in some respects, do you think we sort of cross over genres a bit? You know, we'd like a bit of easy oh, of fun. Of course. But, yeah, we like black or white though. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, we like. Yeah, it depends on mood and like you know what what you've played last and what sort of you know. You know, I'm sure Duke's not easy fun when he's playing Modern Warfare 2, you know. That's right, baby. I definitely think, like, Half-Life 2, for instance, comes under this category for sure. You know, Unless that... I'm taking the piss out of people online, <laughs> which is both easy <laughs> and fun. <laughs> Sorry, um, Half-Life 2. Yeah, Half-Life 2, because I think what that game does so well is it grabs your attention from the... I mean, that moment at the beginning when he throws the uh, crowbar to you. You know, uh, over, and he's at, you know, suddenly you know that you're on the run for your life. Yeah, but th- this studies, this, these categories are not not talking about the games. They're talking about the the gamers, right? So yeah, it's like yeah, sure. what what that like a gamer who likes, you know, hard, challenging games plays Half Life, and he's like, oh, you're not shooting people enough. You know, you're in a room and people are talking to you, and you've got a crowd. Well, I want to shoot people, and you know, they can't. They, they, Sounds like a really dumb too, complaint. Who would whine about too, that? It's too slow. I can't. I can't. I need to shoot people quicker. And 
I need to level up and stuff, and there's too much story. Well, that's know, why that's... easy fun. That's why these easy fun type games, which is me, like those sorts of games. But yeah, but then I think sort of Half Life Two also appears, you know, appeals to the hardcore as well. You know, I don't think it's just the sort of more casual players. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, you know, I think that's a game that manages to but appeal. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that some people just don't play single player games. Yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, I was thinking about when I was thinking about this, I was also thinking about Bayonetta. Um, because on, there's a, like a super, super easy mode on that where you basically just press one button and she just executes some huge combo on every enemy she comes across. Have you, did you know about that? No. Did you I know? Played on, I played it on normal, didn't I? So. No, no, no. There's sort of normal easy and then super easy. There's like a novice mode, it's called, and it basically plays the game for you. So you'll sort of go through the game, and you know Millie could probably play it and and sort of get to yeah, the end. I enjoyed the combat. I had no problem with the combat. It was just the well, I'm not talking about buying now. <laughs> yeah. But I should have tried it because I've, I think that's a really novel concept that you know even someone who doesn't really play games could have played it and yeah. feel like they were empowered. You know, you press one button and she does this huge sort yeah. of oh. yeah. I mean, there's, there's something to. I mean, I, I started Batman Arkham Asylum when it came out. And um, I, st- I started it on hard because I remember reading that you know Cybernaut from Gaming for the Elderly said that he finished it on hard and it wasn't too difficult. Yep. And I've played it. I started it on hard and I was having a tough time getting through it. I just couldn't like I, every time I come across a big group of people to beat up, I was really struggling, and so I stopped playing it. Um, and I think when I'm going to pick it up again, I'm playing it on normal. I've stopped kind of playing games on hard now because of the it's not fun for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only but, game I play on hard, ironically, is uh, Call of Duty games. I play them on veteran. Maybe you've reason. crossed from sort of hard fun to Just, easy fun. Yeah, 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 hard fun to easy fun. Maybe I've crossed. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, the next one's called Altered States. Uh, so it says it generates emotion with perception, uh, thought, behavior, and other people. So it says players uh, report that how a game makes them feel inside is one of the major reasons why they play, or uh, you know, or games as therapy. They describe enjoying changes in their internal state during and after play. The internal experience key focuses on how aspects of the game external to the player create emotions inside the player. So the the key ones for this are clearing my mind by clearing the level, uh, feeling better about myself and avoiding boredom, which you sort of touched on, Jude, didn't you, earlier, saying sort of that feeling of triumph and sort of doing something. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, you know, the, the whole feeling better about myself thing is a bit harsh to put it like that, but, I, you know, sad as it is, I suppose it's true in a way. You know, and then, I mean, you know, if, but, but as I also said online, like it, that can't be the essence of what makes you feel good about yourself. I mean, if that's the root of your like pride and who you are, like, I beat this video game. That's sad. But on the days when you're out there in the world doing something positive and trying to make things better for you know future generations, uh, and then you know, but you're having a crap day, you can come home and be like, okay, I beat this video game. I mean, the next point she makes uh, in this sort of part of it is being better at something that matters i'm not i'm not sure that's strictly true with video games you know but then i suppose to some people it does matter you know you know it really matters whether they're good at the game or not i don't know i think that's quite interesting with video games i mean what do you think you think you know in the scheme so some people it, it does it does matter a lot though you know some people it like competitive multiplayer games i'm talking about like it matters yeah. who you know if they're good at a game, it, it's really important to them. You know, it's all about bragging rights. You know, I'm better at Halo at you and stuff. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, I mean, the, people, yeah, it, it totally matters if they're good at a game. 
And then the final one, this is the most interesting one, I think, is the people factor. Um, so they're saying it creates opportunity for player competition, uh, cooperation, performance, and spectacle. Um, so this is more the sort of uh, many people or many player comments center on the enjoyment of uh, from playing with other others inside or outside the game. In addition to buying multiplayer games, uh, players structure game experience to enhance player-to-player interaction. Participants play games they don't like so they can spend time with their friends. Ugh. Would you say no. that's true? I don't know. Not for me, it's not. I don't play games I don't like. I don't know. A lot of people I'll, do do that. I'll play Modern Warfare Saturday and I'll, only because people invited me and I didn't really yeah. want to play it. didn't really <laughs> want to play it, though. Uh, See, I never play a game I don't want to play. Wise cracks and rivalries run hot as players compete. Uh, teamwork and camaraderie flourish when they pursue shared goals. Uh, dominant emotions including amusement. Players using the key uh, see games as mechanisms for social interaction. In our study, players who enjoyment came for interaction with other people say that it's the people that are addictive, not the game. Uh, I want an excuse to invite my friends over. I don't like playing games, but it's a fun way to spend time with my friends. I don't play, but it's fun to watch. So that's what these sorts of people say. I mean, I see. That's the thing is that, like, I can I, if I want those things, and those things are valid things to want. Um, I can usually find them on a game that I like. Yeah. So that's so that's interesting. So what stops you playing games? So can you think of a game you played that you'd never finished, and what were the reasons? So why didn't it keep you rewarded and keep you going through the game? Running out of ammo. <laughs> Dead space, man. Yes. I mean, I admit I suck at conserving ammo, but that's you know I say goodbye. And that was it. Do it for any, any I mean, that's the thing is that like the running out of ammo, but the thing was that there was no alternative. Okay, Bioshock. I ran out of ammo a lot, but I had the wrench, so I kept I muddled through with the wrench. There was, you know, you, that swinging your arms around thing in Dead Space did nothing. So it was not only running out of ammo, but it was feeling like I was at a dead end and it would, I would have to go back a huge way and it was not worth it to me to, to make it through. Yeah. So I feel like game developers need to develop some sort of alternate way for you to make it through this spot if you find yourself in a tough spot. And I suppose, you know, with some games, they don't want to do that. You know, okay, that's fine. Resident Evil 4, I think, you know, it, it was it was designed to be... I never played 5, so I can't say, but Resident Evil 4, I think, you know, a lot of those games seem like they're designed to be, you know, tough to do, you know, and it's not supposed to be easy and it's supposed to be challenging. And if that means that you get to a spot where you're screwed, well, then you get to a spot and you're screwed and you got to start over or something. But then that's but, sort of a balancing issue, isn't it? That's finding a way to yeah. ensure you make it through, but making it challenging enough so you don't feel like it's been easy to accomplish. Yeah, but that's it for me. That's what different difficulty levels are all about. And maybe I should have tried Dead Space again on an easier difficulty level. Maybe I would have had more fun with it. No, I mean the one that's been. There's a couple of games where I had this issue, and uh, potentially almost was uh, was Fear was probably is probably one of the games that I regret not finishing the original Fear, but also it was just. Uh, I just got to such an awful spot in the game, and yeah. the original one relied on health packs, and yeah. it had save points, which yeah. which you couldn't go by. Once you'd passed the save right. point, that right. was it. And I got to a particular save point, and I had about one one health pack left, and maybe a bit of one. Yeah. And the only one that was available in the whole of that area was one in an office. And I fought all these guys in the in the corridor, got to the health pack, got that. Came into next week, and then one of these mechs uh, turns up, which was rock hard anyway. And I just had no chance at all. Killed the mech, yeah. and then another 
few dudes turn up, and then this bloody guy turns up with a disintegrator gun and kills me and i must have tried to do that about 30 times i just in the end yeah. that was the end i'd had enough right and and i think you know i think they've got better at that with regenerating health schemes or part oh, sure. regenerating part health pack yeah i think what was i mean t- uh what transformers did which was quite a nice one if if you, you you sort of you would you know have the health that you had when you go into an area but if you stop the game and then restarted the chapter, it will give you full health to start off with. Nice. Yeah, so it just sort of did this little sort of, if you were struggling, you could restart the chapter and you will get all your health back, which which sometimes really helps. And to me, that I mean, that just makes sense. Like, I don't know, I suppose it's horses for courses, but it just feels like some games take themselves too seriously in that regard. And it's like, you are where you are and you have what you have and screw you. And it's like, it's a game, lighten up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think, Chini? What games have you played that you'd never quite got to the end of, or is there? Yeah, any- you said you didn't want to stop playing Saboteur because you uh, you don't, you very rarely don't finish games. So, what games have you not finished? Yeah, that's weird. Right, the games that I don't finish are usually ones that I like. Really, um, such as Fallout Three. I only yeah, just recently but, finished. I say, but I've still got um, Brotherhood to do, and a game that I've never finished. Is GTA San Andreas. I never finished it. Yeah. But what and stopped it, you? What stopped it bugs me to this day that I've never finished that. And I've still I got it. I finished a game that you haven't. I've still got it as well. I've still got the game. Of course I have. Uh, but I haven't got the save anymore, so I'd have to start it again. But I don't know. I never finished it. I, I remember getting to the pilot sections and I was getting a pilot's license and I went, I can't be bothered to get a pilot's license. <laughs> oh, God. And um, I don't know. I, I think... The main thing, if if a game's too hard, I won't finish it. But usually that's solved by knocking the difficulty down. Well, and usually you play games on the hardest difficulty of all. Yeah, I play every. I finish well, every Call of Duty on veteran. So. So how often is that an issue? Um, no, not not much. <laughs> I don't know. I, I to be honest, I I finish a lot of games. You know. Um. Yeah. As I say, San Andreas is the only one, but that was a long time ago. So was there something specific about San Andreas that made you stop? Or? It was very big, and yeah. it took so long to get to one place to the other. Only until you get the jetpack. The jetpack. The jetpack. That's up there with a chocobo for dumbest thing put in a game ever. I just uh, I just unlocked it, I think, and I, I, I was just at the point of, like, this this is too much GTA, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And a lot of people say that GTA 4 is too long, but... Yeah, I, I, GTA 4 it's, it's wasn't... a smaller place, though. You know? It is, but what GTA 4 did really badly, some of the missions were really long, and there was no mid-mission checkpoints in any of them. Yeah, well, yeah. The, Rockstar have learned their lesson. They have, but, I mean, come on. When that game released, they should I'm have... I'm not defending it. I'm not defending it. No, no, but what I'm saying is, at that point in time, you know, Rockstar, you know, one of the you know most renowned developers in the world, you would have thought... They, they. I mean, they must have played it themselves and thought, "Oh, if you get killed at this point, you've got to do another fifteen minutes." Yeah, they probably now. never died though, because they know where every they, enemy. Well, and, it, and it's really hard to evaluate something like that when you're in the midst of developing it. it That's it, why they have game it, testers. But I why the game testers? Who but never why said wouldn't they, you put it in? Why wouldn't you have a mid-mission check? I don't know. We, we are going to find the answer to that. But what, back onto San Andreas, I just think that that game now, like looking back, if, I, if we was to play, if we, if we all played it today there would be so many like things that have changed and come along yeah. 
Um, and I, I think it was just too much. And I remember saying to my to my mate, I was just like, I can't be bothered. Like I just there's too much going on, and it takes too long, and it, it's just I, I love the and usually with GTA games, the first half is the best half anyway. All right, and the first half of San, San Andreas is great. Um, but when you get to Vegas and stuff, I was getting a bit bored with it. Um, but that I never finished Black. Yeah, you see, now Black's an interesting because I I went back. I've tried to finish that game twice, mm. and that that game is brutally hard, and that's the problem yeah. with that game. And, it, and but what he does, and he, it's a really interesting concept. And I know we've talked about this before, but what Black does is. I thought I thought to myself, oh, I'll play it on easy, then I can get through it, you know. Because at the time we were meant to be doing a, you know, a, a retro review on yeah, it. Yeah, we? I remember, and I bought it, and we never did it. And we never did it because none of us finished it, did we? Uh-huh. Not, and and the problem with that game is you play it on easy, and it, it's it's just as hard, but there's just yeah. a few more health packs and ammo. And you have drops. to you have to start the whole level again if you don't. Oh yeah, that was you know, and I just think I think it's shocking when you go back a generation and, and then you, you you really appreciate how how much things have changed for the better, and you're like, yeah. man, singularity isn't that bad at all. Because when you die, you just like you're virtually in the same place where you left off, you know, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but now about finishing games, though, I'm looking. You know, Batman is the only game recently that I haven't finished, not because I don't like it or. I think it's too. It was too odd because it was on hard, but you know I'm going to play it on normal. I, I just there's just I tell you what the thing that stops me from playing finishing games is other games. That's yeah, pretty that, much I it. I thought about that. I must admit yeah. I did. I stopped playing Batman because other games came. Out. Borderlands came out, um, and I, 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 Halo ODST came out, and I just stopped playing it. And I I shouldn't have. I know it's probably a a, a game that I shouldn't have um, stopped playing, but I did. I think what's interesting, I mean, we're doing the year that was again. What I've noticed as we're going along from, you know, the amount of games getting released every year that we do another year forward is sort of, you know, increasing by quite an amount, you know, from year to year. And and I think that's that's part of the problem because, you know, when when we did have the PS2s or, you know, the original Xbox or even PS1s, there were only, you know, a handful of really excellent games came out every year. Yeah, and and there's, now there's no, I mean, you think what's come out this year, like yeah. Mass Effect Two, Red Dead Redemption, you know, like these Mass Effect Two, Red Dead Redemption are two possible game of the years. Yeah, right. Um, and they're out and they're done, and I I've only played one of them. I haven't played the other, and. I think, Stu, you... I think both of you have finished Mass Effect 2, yeah? No, I keep on plugging away at it. Yeah, and it's just like... There's so many games. And the games are longer and they're more involved. I mean, you know, if you had said to someone in 1992, I'm playing a game, I played this game for 40 hours, they would say, oh, it it must be, you know, you just play it online or something. But, you know, in a net party or whatever, land party. Uh, but you know, yeah, the idea that you have a single-player game that you're playing through the, you know, one time for 40 yeah. hours is unheard of. That's why I haven't started Mass Effect 2 because it's yeah. going to be about 34 hours, and I'm like, you know, I want to play some short games. I like, I like a short game. I think I'm nearly, nearly at the end of Singularity now, and I'm yeah. like, you know, that's fine. Like, just I don't mind games being short if I enjoy them. I don't mind Mass Effect 2 being 30 hours long, but. As you get older, you just kind of don't have enough time for these things, oh, you know, sure. and you're like, Jesus Christ. As um, you get older. 
As yeah, you get older, you, you, you do. No, so old. I, I'm not old. I'm not old, but I'm getting older. I've, I, every day, every second, I get older. You know, I've noticed. Um, no, it's just like you. But you do. You, when you're a kid, I, I, I think back and I'm like, I must have had so much time on my hands. You know, uh, and now I'm just like, oh gosh, to to play Mass Effect Two seems like just such an investment. You know. I think a lot of these games are these days, aren't they? They're, but the, but the trouble is, you'll get a game like that, and then three more games you want to play come out around the same time. Like, you know, I, I was hoping to finish Fallout, Mass Effect Two, and Batman before this fall. Yeah, and yeah. I, d- I doubt I will. I doubt I will. I think I think one of the other things too is, and this is certainly true for me. I noticed this early in my life, that, and I've said it before. You know, it's so much about the getting and not the having. Like, whenever I drive by the used game shop, I'm always like, I'll just go in and see what's there. And any game on the shelf that I've never played before looks really tempting, especially if I'm interested in playing it, yeah. in a way that a game that I have and I'm enjoying, I love, I'm, Mass Effect 2 is a great game, I'm really enjoying it, but the idea of playing something new, for some reason, it takes priority in my brain. Like, I want to try yeah. the new thing in a way that I am not excited about playing a game that I already own, which is weird. I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with Mass Effect 2. I'm loving it, like I said, but it doesn't have that same pull. Yeah, we're pretty, I mean, as gamers, we're pretty disposable, aren't we? We sort of get one game, so. play it, and then get rid of it, you know, and oh, sure. or it just goes well, on the shelf to collect dust. Yeah, and I think it may have to do with that sort of up, upward spiral that we go through, whereby the more we have things around us that are constantly flashing and beeping and shiny and new, the more we want those things. So the more games throw everything in the kitchen sink at us, the more we want it to. So I think it may be that we, we get bored with games more easily now than we used to. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it is because... And I think we've got to a stage now where, you know, graphics have got to a stage where, the, where the, they're going to look pretty good, whatever game you get. But it's, yeah. it's what else can be added in to make it more interesting, isn't it, I right. suppose? right. Yeah, there's too many games. That's yeah, why there's we too don't many games. games. That's why we don't finish games. Right. games and and some games are too hard. <laughs> too, yeah. so the things that ma- that make us play games Crappy are checkpoints. good games. So, <laughs> and so if, fewer if games. a game is a good game, then that makes us play the game. And <laughs> yeah. The reason why we stop playing games is because there's too many good games. Well, you mean after all that intellectual conversation, that's what it boils that's down to. That's pretty much what it boils down to. <laughs> that's that's it. We, we crack that there's nut. too many good games. Stop making good games and we'll buy more of your good Naughty games. Bear 3. <laughs> Naughty Bear, yeah. See, I played Naughty Bear, but I haven't played Mass Effect 2. Because of do- what, what is wrong said. with you? It's because like, you want the new thing. You just want it new. and You, you want to be a teddy bear, brutally killing other teddy yeah. bears. Now, I want to play Actually, games. you can do that in Mass Effect 2. Yeah, you can. There you go. <laughs> um, anyway, talking of good games... Yeah, let's uh, talk about, yeah, the the DLC's been announced for Red Dead Redemption. So I thought we'd have a quick chat about this before oh, we move on to the last part of the show. And I do mean a quick chat because we are running long as always. Oh, uh, okay. I know. Hey-ho, what yes. else? Um, well, so, no yeah, more there's, silly there's, sound effects. So there's four packs. There's four packs coming out. So let's go through these and see what you think. Uh, Legends and Killers pack is the first one. Uh, beginning of August sometime. There's no actual release dates, but beginning of August sometime. Uh, it'll have new, uh, nine new multiplayer map locations. Anyone yes. bothered? Bothered? Uh, Mul- doubling the uh, amount of characters in the multiplayer competitive modes already? No, I, d- I don't think many many people play the uh, no, I multiplayer, think... the competitive stuff. Anyway, uh, I, 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 there's, a, there's a decent amount of people on there, I'm sure, but I'm not too fussed about that. Eight new multiplayer characters. That's fine, I uh, guess. From, and players' characters from Red Dead Revolver. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you even played that. Oh. Yeah, really? Anyway. It'd be funny if there was from uh, GTA 4 and you could be... Uh, <laughs> Nico Bell. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> I'd like that. I'd be hey, interested. Marston, what they're doing? You're breaking my balls. No. Yeah, it could be Roman and you could be Bruce. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, new projectile weapon, the Tomahawk. With corresponding challenges for single-player and multiplayer gameplay. So you got a Tomahawk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, fine. And new achievements and trophies for 800 points. I don't think I'm that bothered, to be honest. No, no, I'm not interested in that one. Not interested. Next one I'm definitely interested in. Okay, okay. So the next one's called the Liars and Cheats Pack. Yeah, I see. I know what you're interested in. Uh, you know what I'm interested the title. Yeah, Liars and Cheats Pack. Um, so this will have attack and defend multiplayer competitive mode and challenges. So it'll have Very a new good. game mode. Uh, new multiplayer horse races. Yeah, and, and compete with mounted combat. Yeah, so horse racing and mounted combat, which is cool. We talked uh, about that. We talked about horse racing. Yeah, I said I wanted horse racing. Uh, yeah. Play as the heroes and villains of Red Dead Redemption, as well as eight additional multiplayer characters. Yeah. We like that. Some yep. of the characters, we we love them. We yep. want to play as them. Yep. Uh, multiplayer liars, dice, and poker from the single player game. I think Rockstar have been listening to the they've show. Been listening to the show, haven't they? Because these are all the things <laughs> yeah, I want. Really. They, they, what they've done, right? They've ignored their forums, right? Yeah. Yep. They've ignored the, like the big websites like IGN and whatever, and they've listened to a small uh, <laughs> independent podcast. That's us, right? right? And gone. These guys have got something here. That's what happened. Also, contact the person that made that Killer's Dream game and sign them up. <laughs> Killer's Dream. And, you want a uh, job at Rockstar? <laughs> and this one sounds quite interesting. Introducing a new weapon, the Explosive Rifle. Yep. Yeah, never mind that. Bring on the zombies. But 800 points for that one. 800 points again. But I'm, I'm probably more inclined to buy that for sure. I think I'll get that one. I'll, I'll with you there, Stu. Uh, free roam pack. No price for this, so I'm not sure what whether this is free. free. Yeah, I did wonder whether it was going to be free because there's no price or release date. And this one will have additional free roam challenges, uh, new action areas and defensive placements, uh, posse scoring and leaderboards, uh, new anti-griefing measures in free roam. What do you think that means? Uh, well, you can kick people out at the moment, so maybe something to do with that. You know, people... When you go into a free roam match, like people just shoot you. Right? And yeah. there must be a lot of people complaining, so they've obviously worked out some kind of system... For it to, to, to be easier to kind of get rid of the twats. Well, I mean, it was interesting because I was playing with uh, Ultraman Odin. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, and he, was and he tried to kick you out, right? No, no. He was <laughs> going for one of the, you know, the, the challenges to stay alive while you're sort of having a big shootout with all the, the sheriffs and stuff. So he was, yeah, and he was right. almost, he'd almost sort of done it in some, just some dude yeah. to, to try and kill him. That and... happens a lot. That happens a yeah, lot. They, I, know, I, they I know, know you're doing it as well, they, because you, it comes up, it, it announces to everyone, you know, the, the daddy has become public enemy and like someone's clicked on going, ah, he's trying to get that challenge, I'll fuck it up for him. So what I did, I sort of did the perimeter while he was up on the roof and I just kept picking off this guy who kept spawning. Oh, you're a good, you're good So partner. I sort of protected him until he got his achievement. I wouldn't have done that for you. No, I um, and the last one, the undead. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Zombies? Do we really need another game? <laughs> hey, it's, the, the thing oh is, right, but, right? It's the last DLC. They're not going to add anything else to the game. Let's just go out with a bang. Let's just yeah, bang. Really? Let's put anything in. Who cares? Brilliant. Zombie characters, additional animals unleashed into the world, and yeah. someone speculating oh, it'll be werewolves. <laughs> Sasquatch, I want. Yeah, Sasquatch. I want the, I want the characters from Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I want. Uh, 
my god. So uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we know you're listening, yeah. New dynamic events and more, whatever that means. We whatever. we haven't <laughs> the sun will rise and set there will be eclipses yeah. now. So it'd be more than just some woman pretending that she wants you to help her when really she's you know <laughs> she's really a donkey. Brand, brand new single player adventure. Yeah. What do you think that is? Well we can't say any spoilers, but do we think it's gonna be uh, like oh. involved with the main oh. character? Possibly, possibly. I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of people are you know speculating on the guy from Mexico. Uh, what's his face? What's he called? The guy who teaches in Mexico, Pancho Villa. Yeah, whatever his name is, the guy who played Poke. Oh no, no, sorry. He, um, spoiler. Right. Two minute spoilers about Red Dead Redemption. Oh, jeez, are you really going to risk this? Really? Because we're only talking about the dude who you meet in Mexico who teaches you. Know you know the one with the long hair? What, yeah, know, yeah, him, him. Yeah, yeah, London. Yeah. London spoilers. Ricky. Spoiler, yeah, ready? The spoilers coming now. Yeah, that guy's dead. What? If you read the newspaper, he dies in his sleep. No. Yes. Yeah, I never read the newspapers. I didn't know Me that. Neither. Damn. Well, a lot of people were speculating it was him, but I guess it I isn't. Don't it could be a pre- prequel, though, couldn't it? It could be before you I've seen. Could be. Read, people. Read. Anyway. And also, other spoiler, Irish, Irish shot himself. All right. Okay. Thanks for that. That's spoiled <laughs> it for me, because I never saw those. It's just you read it in the paper. Irish shot himself. Yeah, mm. you're going to get it in the same method as yeah. you just got it. You don't get a cutscene or anything. <laughs> no, you just read it in the paper. That would be a horrible um, cutscene. Hey, Irish, how you doing? <laughs> oh, watch this going. Which way do you point it there? So, Ultraman Odin, anyway, he wants zombies hey, versus... Spoilers. Welcome back. <laughs> to zombies versus werewolves. Please, please, oh, please, please, please. So, that's what hey, he like, wants. I forgot what other game did that, but, like, you know, it was the end of the... Like, this is the last DLC we're going to release, so let's go crazy. Oh, Fallout 3, the last DLC they released, yeah, the they put, they just made aliens. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You know, right. who cares? So there you go, that's it, that's it really. And yeah, Although, to be fair, there were aliens in the, in the original game too. Yeah, well, there was yeah. a crash though, yeah. Right. But so, I, yeah. Would, I would definitely hazard a guess that the, the, the free roam pack is going to be free, like the first free roam pack was. Really I think not. that... And yeah. I think that would be a nice thing to do and sort of keep people interested, you know, to give something away for free. The first one, though, is a bit bit of a hard sell for me. I'm not... Yeah, I would agree. I don't yeah. think there's enough in there for, for because I'm not really playing the multiplayer. I'm not really interested in it. Second no. one, I'm definitely going to buy. I'm definitely going to buy a Lies and Cheats pack. Yeah. Free yeah. Rope, hopefully that's free. And Undead Nightmare, maybe. Although, yeah, I'll get the Undead Nightmare see. one, yeah. You know, it's a single-player adventure. No, because that, the, I, yeah, the single-player adventure. You can't miss that. So. Yeah, that interests me. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're doing a good job. I think they're doing an equally good job as you know Fallout or well, as uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed. They do very well. Yeah. You know, for the DLC. I, I think they're not doing the, the the same as GTA 4, where GTA 4 DLC was just too much. You know, like there there was it was the best DLC you'll ever pay for. Yeah. But the problem is, it takes too long to make, um, and it didn't sell enough to kind of back up. You know. What, how much but they didn't care because Microsoft paid them a lot of to do it, didn't they? Yeah, Wonga. But you know, like, just I think it, as a business model, it's not very, it's not a good, not a good uh, model for it's them. Not viable. That's how you not can viable. Say. Well, in hey. some ways, they were just like a full game, weren't they? Most average game lengths. That's how big they were. They were massive. Well, you put them together. You know, that single disc of like the Liberty City episodes. You know, yeah. that's a great piece of value right there. If you if you haven't played them. My I mean, God, I've played you... most of Gay Tony, but I've still got to finish that because again, new Gay games. Time. So you haven't finished GTA Four? No, but I got pissed off with that. I was sick of the phone. What? Ring. 
Yeah, there was lots of it. I had I didn't lots finish of it either, dude. I had lots <laughs> of issues. Lots of issues. Uh, Between the, the stupid no mid mid mission save points, which you mentioned earlier, and phone ringing all the time, and people not liking you anymore because you didn't go and have a drink with them in a bar, I got I got probably pissed off of it. And in the end, Rockstar games for some reason, like the, well, the recent ones, not San Andreas, but I never want them to end. Like San Andreas was the only one I didn't finish, as we know. But the GTA and... Um... All those people who gave it 10s were wrong. They were <laughs> no. way too generous. Re- reviews your opinions, Stu. Opinions are never wrong. Um, okay. Hitler. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'll introduce it. I have found it. Well, I haven't found the piece of music. That would be a complete lie. Um, Liar! I am definitely a lie. Uh, but yeah, I'll just mention uh, 30 Seconds of Fun, which is one of the uh, sites on uh, the hub, as it were. So let's get to vghub.net and uh, 30 Seconds of Fun, which was formerly Thumbsticks, um, which is our Well, Rinky Dinky Dan is doing a podcast over there called uh, uh, Background Music On. Background Music On. And basically, he sort of picks a theme each week and then he plays music from games associated. So one was sort of uh, place, so sort of music that made you think of the place in the game. And this week was beats, so he did sort of more upbeat uh, tunes. And one of those was from Jet Set Radio, Jet Grind Radio, as it was known in America. And this track's called The Concept of He's Love. released one since then, by the way, like another episode since beats. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been, I like to say, I'm getting this very, I'm very impressed, I've got to say, very impressed. It's, it's, it's the, the next episode is sneaking. It's like from songs from uh, Hitman and uh, uh, Split to Cell and very good. I've enjoyed it. I think it's been a really cool yeah. little concept. So definitely have a listen to I that. I hate him now because he's got a good idea. It is a good idea. And he's, I wish I thought of it first. He's got a very Radio 4 sort of very sort of late it's night radio a, voice. It was um, complex from the... Yeah, point. it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I like, I'm very impressed. Anyway, so yeah. this was uh, Jet Set Radio, Jet Grand Radio, and it's called The Concept of Love.
So there you go. The concept. Yeah, look. I like that one. That was good. A nice driving beat. And it reminded me, I must admit, when I listened to sound it, clips. It, it reminded me of the propeller heads. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. Or a bit of Apollo 440. You know, that sort of... Type. I don't know them, but... Have you never heard of Apollo 440? I have not, but if you're going to compare them to propeller heads, I will put them on my list. Yeah. Have you heard of, you've heard of the propeller heads, haven't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Decks and drums and rock and roll, baby. Yep. So they, yeah, it's definitely a good group that. right there, the propeller heads. So there you go. So that was quite cool. So uh, what I'm going to do every week now is listen to his show and then steal the music he plays. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very. It's a very cool. So that's from uh, just just to make sure we mention it once more. Let's hear now an example of correct microphone placing. God, I love the propeller heads. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway. by playing his music, we're, we're also promoting their show. Absolutely, and it's called right. Round Music. On. Win, win, win. Yeah, look it up on iTunes. It's really good. So that's only one of about six tracks that he played on that show. So then all the others were really cool. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he played one from Chime, which was the Orbital guy. Yeah, so, yeah it's very good. So we like that. Um, yeah, last part of the show tonight. Yes, we're moving on swiftly, as you say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's time for the year that was again. So we're going to do the year that was, and this week uh, we're going to do 2001. Do we not have a theme song for the year that was? Oh, have you got one? That was the year that was. Actually, dun, I do have. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. You ready? The year, year that was. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. Uh, anyway. <laughs> okay, what's the year? The year is 2001. Okay, well, oh, obviously 9 11 was that year, which sucked. No, I was expecting. I was right? expecting. Duh, oh, yeah, right. Duh, <laughs> too easy. Duh, duh, duh. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's in The Simpsons, right? <laughs> 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 Anyway, right there, okay. So where were you get? Where were you guys in 2001? I had just moved to Wisconsin. Uh, 2001. I'd been in my new house for about a year. Yeah, that's where I was. I was. Jenny, where were you in 2001? I was sitting in this room eating crisps, <laughs> playing games. It was just uh, playing that singularity <laughs> game. <laughs> it's yeah. what he was doing now. 
Uh, let's yeah. let well, let's go through them and see what games you might have been playing. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. Uh, there is just one interest before we go into the games that were released that year. Uh, lawsuits. Oh, I was finishing school. Sorry, I was finishing, finishing school. school. It was last year of school. Here we go. This one's a cool one. Lawsuit. Uh, Yuri Geller versus Nintendo. What? <laughs> Yuri Geller uh, in this year sued Nintendo. Because of a resemblance to a Pokemon character. In okay, now I have to know which Pokemon character oh, it God. was. <laughs> I, there is no detail, so I don't know. Uh, but the suit was dismissed, apparently. <laughs> but apparently yeah. he, he said that they created a Pokemon character that looked like him in the game. Apparently the one is... <laughs> What's the uh, oh I see all sorts of pictures on... I don't know. Really it doesn't cool. look anything like him. Is I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, God. Anyway. Made me laugh. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yes, and I think that was in the GameCube release this year. GameCube that came out, didn't it? 2001. Oh, 2000 and, yeah, 2001 in Japan and America, but 2002 in Europe. So, yeah, America and uh, Japan got uh, the GameCube. Yeah, GameCube. I never played it. And we didn't, not until 2002. Oh, you had to wait an extra year? <laughs> we did. We did. And I think there was another another uh, uh, big um, console release this year, or should have been, wasn't it? Um, Xbox? The original Xbox. Yeah, but again, uh, guess who didn't get it in 2001? <laughs> UK? UK didn't get it until... <laughs> Um, so let's go through this anyway. Let's see. Let's see what came out. So yeah, those were the platforms that came out that year. Um, and anyway, this is what we had. So in January, uh, we got Fantasy Star Online. Did anyone play that? Fantasy Star Online. Anybody? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I did on the Dreamcast once, and uh, didn't really like it. Did you not? Did they not do it no. for you? No, did I didn't have a Dreamcast. Flying game in this series. Oh, is I it? Don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they played. They made a fantasy star flying. Yeah, it has a big following. People like it. I don't know. Maybe they're wrong because you know people who like these types of games are wrong usually. Um, but <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I still occasionally, every now and again, I see someone playing Fantasy Star Universe on the on the 360. Every now and again, there's a couple of guys on my friends list who play that game still. Weird. Yeah, there's a couple of people there. I don't. I don't know what it. What sort of game is Fantasy Star? Is it like a Japanese turn-based? From thing? what I remember. It was like dungeon crawler. What is he? It was like a dungeon type uh, role playing game, but I don't yeah. think it was turn based. Uh, I think it was real time combat. I'm sure there's tons of people now screaming yeah. and going, "You don't, they don't listen to our show. show. You know nothing." Uh, okay, they uh, unsubscribed when I went on my rant. Okay, Fe- Feb the fifth, uh, Paper Mario on the N64. Uh-huh. Yeah, Paper Mario. I've always wanted to play Super Paper Mario for the Wii, and I never have. So what is Paper Mario? What sort of game is it? Paper Mario is a game where you shift from 2D to 3D, and it's like a puzzly platformer. I think you'll like Super Super Paper Mario. You should play that on the Wii. We should play it together. It's not co-op or anything, but we should play at the same time. <laughs> I think, no, I think you'll like it, though. I think you'll like it, because it's, it's, it's different from... The usual Mario game. You know, I keep, I keep nearly getting Mario Galaxy 2. You know, I keep seeing it and going, mm, and then I don't. I'll you know, Skullduggers keep... hating you right now. For I know, I know. I keep looking at it and I keep picking it up and then I put it back down. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. And I, like, I got the first one and hardly played it. I played it for a little bit and then Same I know. Yeah. I love Mario, hardly played the first one. Yeah, it's weird. 
Very weird. It's me. It's totally me. Not, not the game. Yep. Um, yeah, Clive Barker's Undying. This sort of didn't do too badly, if I remember rightly. This got quite a lot of acclaim. His first uh, first-person shooter horror-themed game. I've never heard of this. Have you never heard of Undying? I've heard of it. I never played it, but I've heard of it. Um, it, it did sort of all right, from what I can gather. You know, it got fairly good reviews. I don't think it, it got anything totally bad. It got 85 on Metacritic. It got 85 on Metacritic, which is pretty good, really, isn't it? You know, so that yes. did well. And then he, what did, what was the one he brought out on the 360, which everybody thought was terrible? Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. I played a demo and hated it. Yeah. And never bothered playing the game. Mm. But I was quite excited for that because I remember that, you know, when in the very early days, you know, when you get the, uh, you gave me magazines when they first come out and they have these supposed screenshots from future games and stuff. And I remember it showing this sort of skeleton with chainmail on. And I was going, look at the chainmail. It looks like it's real. And also, and then the game came. And was like, ah, is that it? That doesn't sound like something you'd say. I know, I know, yeah. but you can't believe it, can you? Uh, Final Fantasy Nine. Okay. <laughs> see, I tell you though, Final Fantasy Nine is the second best role-playing game ever for the PS One. I mean, yeah. it's it, it. You know, Final Fantasy Seven is the holy grail. Eight sucked, and nine was also awesome. It wasn't as awesome as seven, but the graphics were better. So in some ways, I mean, you know, it was give and take. And nine was a really great game. I really loved nine. And when I finish seven this time, I may go back and play nine again. When did the PlayStation Two come out? Was that two thousand? Was that two thousand for the? PlayStation? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And just trying to think when they. It was on... soon after nine. I remember because yeah. nine came out, and then it was like, hey, guess what? These games are obsolete now. But you can play them on the 2, so... But then in some respects as well, it's like the PlayStation 2, the best games came out towards the end of its life cycle, didn't they? Oh, sure. You know, they were sort of... That's always the case, though, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Play it, anyone? Nobody likes Conker, he's a tosser. Right. Uh, Sonic Shuffle, I'm sure that was just rubbish. And that was on the Dreamcast. Never heard of that. No, nope. you never Sonic. heard of the Dreamcast? We never heard of Sonic Shuffle. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic is also a tosser. Anybody yeah. who likes Sonic, go back and play those games. They're not fun. Sonic's uh, stupid. Onimusha. Stupid. What's his appeal? What is Sonic's appeal? <laughs> He's a cocky blue hedgehog. Yeah. I know Mario is a plumber, but he hardly says anything. Sonic is a knob. And in that Sonic Unleashed <laughs> game, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog game on the 360, his love interest was human. So what, a hedgehog fucking a human woman now? What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe it's just platonic, man. Settle down. Well, no, you've got to, well, you've got to remember, right, when, when the Sega Mega Drive came out... What's his appeal? There's us, listen. And Sonic came he's out. cute. It was the fastest moving thing you'd ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. He's fast. That, that's his as, appeal. And that's yeah, why. That doesn't work anymore in 3D no, it space. It doesn't now, but, it, you know, back then, 2D... But, have you, have you still, but the character... Babe Ruth would suck in the major leagues now, dude. The games yeah. are not... If Pele went off the football pitch, he'd get eaten alive. <laughs> he's all skinny now because Sonic used to be fat, and then he went on a diet, and he went downhill. Well, he was running so much, he's like... Yeah, I know, yeah, but he went all bulimic. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think I think he's just... He went like Lindsay Lohan on, on himself. <laughs> crashed into a tree. Okay, let's move on. I think we've talked way too much about Sonic. Uh, yes. Yeah, Serious Sam. Serious, serious Sam, Sam, the first encounter. Serious you gotta Sam. let it go, dude. Serious Sam, I never... Uh, Anyone? Uh, no. no. Wasn't that the game they re-released recently? Yep. And we were all yep. like, meh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was meh. it. That was all. I'm still like, meh. Meh. I'm still and speaking of meh... Right? Speaking of meh... What? What? 
Well, Go ahead, next one. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we need a special guest in to to talk about the next game. Is he is he around? I don't know. Just a minute. let's see if we can uh, get him in the call. On the call. Just a second. Thanks. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Hey there. Hey there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh my goodness! Is this Mr. Uh, is. Mr. M? It is Mr. M has joined us on the show. You to may tell us. refer to me as God. <laughs> no, I won't be calling you that. No, you will. Mr. M. I've seen the future, and you do. <laughs> Your future's stupid. It's got some little kid in it who's uh, grabbing around for fish. The project. What school project is that? Go home and do a project with fish. What? I don't live near any fish. What are you talking about? I'm going to get an F because I don't live near fish. So uh, what, for legal what, reasons, I'm not allowed to discuss that, Milo. <laughs> so what, what? What game did did did, did you make in 2001 or bring out? I can't oh. remember. I was on so much coke. <laughs> well, that's the white. What about the black? Uh, yeah, what about the black? <laughs> that's the Guinness. I, I was talking about Coca-Cola, you see. <laughs> yeah, sure. Nobody says I was on a lot of Coca-Cola. That doesn't make any sense, Mr. M. I was. I was on 50 cans a day. How dare you? <laughs> People say they drink 50 cans a day. Nobody says on Coca-Cola. So why, why, why have you called me? I'm very, very busy. Yes, What's the thing you regret most about black and white? Yeah, yeah. And remember, uh, the previous okay. year it got sort of Game of E3 and, you know, lots of categories and Christmas. And it was a fun choice. idea, but it just didn't play very well. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think there were there, there was any farting in it. If I had added <laughs> farting in the game, I think pe- more people would have played the game and um, IGN people uh, would have given it a, a better score, don't you think? Farting. It might have been Game of the Year. Oh, wait, it was Game of the Year. Yeah, it, yeah, it probably like got Game of the Year as well, yeah. yeah. It was EA, you see. EA, they just didn't want the farting. And I said, <laughs> farting is the way forward. You wait and I'll make a game about farting. And you, you'll, you'll regret it. And Microsoft will buy it. And you'll be like, oh, I wish we included farting because farting is funny. You know, and I, I didn't, yes. they wouldn't let me. They hammered down on the farting. And I, I now Fable 2 is coming out and it's fart-terrific. And now... Fable Three, you will it will come with a whoopee cushion. Edition. <laughs> can I can I just ask as well? Yeah, I've heard some rumours recently that where's Chitty um, by the way? He's gone. I, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but I've heard recently there's been some rumours that you you considering uh, porting black and white to work with Connect. Is is this true? How <laughs> <laughs> dare you! Have you seen that Connect? It doesn't work. <laughs> it's totally rubbish. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I believe that is a rumor that that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to be letting us play using I our think, hands like real I gods. I really, I, I actually don't make games, to be honest. I just talk. I, I have no idea what I'm... I turn up for work and people ask me questions. I have no idea what I'm doing. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm okay, any, I anyway... I, that's it. I think we need to let you go. I no, think. I'm, I'm lonely. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, in another, to, to put it another way, we are going to turn you off now. We're turning I'll you go, off. There you go. He, he oh, went. Did, so did Chinny get dropped? Back. Oh, there you are. Yep. I'll just try Dude, that's so weird. Yeah. Welcome back, Clark Kent. Yeah, well, you just missed Superman. Back. Yeah, you yes. did. You did. Isn't that suspicious? <laughs> uh, so there you go. Yeah, black and white that came out. Okay, Red Faction was next on May the 22nd. Oh, yeah, I like this game. Oh, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was playing PC games in 2009. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's when the PC was alive and going to die. <laughs> I was playing Soldier of Fortune 2, that's what I was doing. There you go. Red Faction was one of the first FPSs I ever played. No, was aside it? From, like, aside from, no, I, I mean, like, 
I guess well, you I mean, play... Wolfenstein. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfenstein was the, the the earliest ones. But I mean, like, I guess on a console, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I played Red Faction Two or something. Okay, let's move on. Okay, uh, there's on. another Sonic game for some reason. That's doing the same. Year. Uh, then we've got Super Mario Advance on the GBA on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, Twisted Metal Black. Twisted Metal Black. Uh, Twisted Metal's coming back, you know. Parsnips. Some PSP. weird noise coming up. There's <laughs> definitely some weird noise. Uh, Baldur's Gate 2. Yay! This game was awesome. Thrown off by. Oh, no. Bioware, baby. Yeah, you know they—they they really have put a foot wrong Bioware, have they, over the years? Yeah, I might play Dragon Age. Uh, do you know? I keep thinking about doing that. Thinking about it. I know. It's not my type of game. Talk about many other man. Man. Oh my god! Too many other I know. Games to play. It's too oh. many. Have you heard what they do with Dragon Age Two? Basically, right. This is a big middle finger to the PC community, right? They made Dragon Age for the PC, right? Yeah. And then EA went, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta make a console version, and when Bioware went, oh, we we forgot it, All right? And they went, no, you gotta make a console version. So a year later, they made the console version as well. Wasn't that great because it was made for PC originally? Makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragon Age came out. It had many flaws. People still liked it because you know Bioware are very good at immersing people into their characters and story, right? And then uh, number two has been announced, and it's going to have better. Um, kind of combat, it's going to be uh, made for the consoles so basically it's the Mass Effect 2 it's, it's the Mass Effect 2 effect where it's going to be a better sequel and it's going to be made for the console and it's going to be ported over to the PC yeah. there you go you um, so sorry PC gamers but I think look, you know where the money, <laughs> money is uh, yeah next one, I'm just picking out a few here because there's a lot to go for uh, yeah next one um, yeah here we go um, Gran Turismo 3. You, oh, you missed the Operation Flashpoint. Yeah, well, look, there's so many games. There's some biggies. Right, opera- oh, all right, I'll quickly. Operation Flashpoint was good. That was the, the good one. Yeah. And that's why I liked Operation But the, the one they re- released recently was poor. Yeah, Cold War Crisis, apparently. Yeah, yeah it was. Okay, Gran Turismo 3. Yeah, Gran Turismo 3, I believe this was like the pinnacle of Gran Turismo's, was it? This was the one everybody loved. I don't care. I, don't, I really don't know. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy X. So that also came out on the PS. Weak. God, that game was weak. Okay. Next one. Is that the one where, underwater is that, is that, ball game. Is that the one where that woman says, let's try laughing? Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't oh, know, but it was stupid. I, yeah, yeah all Final Fantasy games are stupid. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yes, you're right. You be talking bad I, about I, games. I'm totally right. I'm totally right. Those games are just... Stupid. Let's move on, shall okay. we? Okay, Max Payne. I love this game. Yeah, Max Payne was awesome. Apart from the dream section, which was just Well, weird. you know, the dream section was so freakish, and I didn't like the fact that there were tightrope moments where you yeah, like you had to awful. not fall off of stuff. But, I mean, I whatever. Like, I liked... Did had uh, Was it the first one that did the graphic novel panels instead yeah. of cutscenes? Yeah, it was Because that was really cool. Really clever game. And they did a good job of creating that mood, you know, of like... Well, I mean, come on, in the, in the opening section, your wife is raped and killed, and they kill your kid in a cart. Yeah. You know, it was a pretty hard-hitting... hard-hitting. The thing I remember from the beginning of the game is there's some Russian dude, and he drives off in a car, and the license plate says, Vodka. <laughs> Give me a break. I don't remember that. I remember the... Because nope. he stood on top of a building, because it sort of it starts off at the end, doesn't he? Nope. 
and then he sort of goes back to however long before that, yep. that bit at the beginning. It was a great. I I love the opening to that game. It was just a great. Yep. It was a good game. It was Number very two good. Was good as well. Yeah, I've not got around to playing that. I have got it. I never played Nice Beast. It was alright, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was good. It, really I played good. that when I had the earthquake, when there was an earthquake. I played that. Yeah. That's it good. It was funny. Okay. <gasps> I know, I know. This, so that is why I'm Oh, to... I didn't even know it was this year. A lot of great games. No, Advance Wars. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> game Boy Advance. Uh, uh, Silent Hill 2, I believe that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a very good uh, Silent Hill. Probably the best Uh, Silent Hill ever made. Yeah, so I believe that. So there's a lot of good games this year. And then the next big one was uh, Devil May Cry was the next big one in October, uh, which is... uh, uh, Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the sort of (laughs) the noise. Uh, But yeah, Ico came out. Ico on the 30th. There's no noise that you could make because it's just so beautiful. (laughs) I know. Can't wait to play the HD It better be bloody good, you know. Do you know what? If this I game know, I know. I don't want to oversell it. the best it. game I have ever played. <laughs> You're in so much trouble. I know. And you know what? I... It's all your <laughs> fault. Yeah, it's your fault. If this game ever comes out next year. Shadow of the Colossus is crap as well. I'm blaming you, Stu. So no, it's really good. Really good. Yeah, I don't have anything to do with that. But... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. I mean, we've been through all this anyway. We talked enough. Like either. Right. But it was Rockstar great. Rockstar followed up uh, Max Payne with another game in 2001 yeah. too, didn't they? Well, as it happened, Rockstar... It wasn't a very notable release for Rockstar them. Rockstar didn't make Max Payne. It was made by Remedy. Right, whatever. It was published. It was only published by them. Did Rockstar have any other games out in 2001? They did. Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Pe- That's Pe- why I didn't play Ico, because this game was out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, but hardly anybody. Nobody, it. nobody played Ico. Yeah. Nobody played Ico. It's worth a bomb now, though. You know, you can see on eBay, yeah, it's like yeah. sixty quid a copy. That's yeah. uh, that's very that's you know unique about. Uh, that's what I quite like about um, yeah. like games like Ico and stuff. And sure, they 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 when they're released, they don't do very well. But like they're the cool. games that you remember. Like Singularity, you won't remember that in two years. No. Forget about it. Forget about it. Ico, that's you know that's nine years. GTA Three even. You can say what you want about GTA 3. People still talk about GTA 3. It, uh, you know, that, I, I quite like the fact that um, some of these games are just still played and talked about. And why why did they talk about GTA 3? So what was it what was it doing that nothing else did? It was, it was one of the it was it defined sandbox sandbox um, uh, open world games like that was. After that, there were so many clones of sandbox games. It was unbelievable. Like they, they just nailed it. They they made this sam literally a box of fun stuff to do, and missions. And it was inspired by the Goodfellas and Godfather and Scarface a little bit. And it, you know, and they just put it all in. And no one had ever seen that before. We see it to a penny now. Yeah. But. That was the first time we'd ever seen it, and it blowed us all away. We all played GTA 1 and 2, and every one of us thought, this would be awesome in 3D, probably can't do it yet, and then this comes along and nails it. And that whole comic book effect of the cover and um, you know the way it's all, the, the art style of it, I think it just, I, I was a bit wary of that at first, because I quite like the realness of GTA 1 and 2. But they went with this cartoony look on the cover and stuff. I, I really didn't like it at first, but I, I, I soon warmed it to it and I loved it. This oh, yeah. defined this defined sandbox games. Like this is the start of sandbox games, really. Like you know, you can say JRPGs and stuff had some kind of sandbox open world elements, but the, you know, the Saints Rose and the you know, 
the, the 50 Cent Gang copied this and the LA uh, True Crime and everything. They all copied the GTA. Yeah. Yeah. That is cool. Just out of interest, I've just had a quick look on eBay, and there's people selling the Ico demo disc for 15 quid. Man. Just for the first three levels of the game. Oh, it's worth it, dude. It's totally worth it. What, to buy a demo? First no. three levels, 15 bucks? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's one person really pushing it, trying to get 39 quid for a demo disc. Uh, that's too much. We've unused snakes and ladders game. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, yeah. it's all going to be worthless, though. When, well, I suppose the originals aren't, but... You know, when the HDs come out, like it'll just be normal yeah. price. No, there's a couple here for like forty quid. Buy it now for sort of the the, the actual game, not the demo disc. You know. Uh, so yeah, there you I'll go. Play the HD version. We will play the HD version. We don't care about old games that are going to be new. <laughs> no, anyway, what uh, else came out this year? I have no idea anymore. Uh, Dragon yeah. Warrior Seven. Yeah, and I don't think we'll bother about any of these ones. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next one that was probably quite big was uh, PGR. Project Gotham Racing on the original yeah. Xbox. That was I recently crazy. made Blur. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a shame. I feel the best thing they ever made was Geometry Wars. Move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. What's next, this one on yeah, the fifteenth of November is yeah, the, hello. Slightly before that, Metal Gear. Is it hello, two, Sons of the Liberty. Sons of Liberty. Oh, uh, uh. yeah. Metal Gear Solid Two, Sons of Liberty. I'm, you know, I suppose. People who like Metal Gear Solid love this. This I game. do. They love the Metal Gears, don't they? No, I do. Uh, but yes, the big one this year was probably Halo Combat Evolved. This is a game that defined first-person shooters on consoles. Everyone says, pa, pa, first-person shooter on a console, you're smoking crack, son. Uh, but no, this is, this is it. This was Microsoft's big... Uh, if, if it wasn't for this game, Xbox 360 probably wouldn't be around now. No, it wouldn't. And and also, if they hadn't rethought, because this was going to be a real-time strategy game, first of all, wasn't yep. it? Really? It was, it, yeah, it was yeah, never going to be a first-person shooter. When the, when it, the, was um, gonna, it was going to be an RTS, and then it was, was a third-person shooter, then it was a first-person Then it was a first-person shooter. Interesting. Did you not know that? Oh. I did not know that. You learn something that, every day if you pay attention. That, when, you when, they, when, they, uh, when they came up with a name, this guy, they didn't know what the name of the game was going to be, and someone hmm. said Halo, right? And everyone Did he laughed. think it was a greeting? No, no, oh, hello, everyone, hello. <laughs> someone said Halo, and everybody laughed in the room. Everyone went, ah, oh, that's a stupid name. And then the next day, it was like, yeah, it's Halo. <laughs> well, they had to build the story around it, presumably. Like, what the Halo is and stuff. Uh, well, I think the Halo was still in the game and stuff, but... they hadn't no called it Halo. And called it Halo. Because I now, Halo has got nothing to do with the Halo thing. Yeah. No. I just remember playing this when I got when I first got my 360, and there weren't again there weren't very many games around. So I thought, oh, well, I'll pick up Halo and Halo 2, and I played Halo, and I was quite impressed because there's sort of some open bits where you sort of wander yep. around, so it's a bit open worldy, and then there's some sort of corridors, sort of shootery bits. But yeah, it was a it was a well made right. game. Yeah. What I loved about it was, um, you know, it was split screen split screen co op. Uh, co op games were not very. Not very uh, popular back then. Split screen, uh, it was first person, and then you could get in a car, and you could get in a banshee, yeah. all in like the same world, you know, all in the same level. Um, and that was unknown, but you know, back then, like you couldn't do that. Like you, you'd have a car level, then a shooting level or something, but you couldn't just hop in a car and off you go, mm. and then yeah, get yeah, out. it's true. That's and co-op, that was all co-op. 
Yeah, it was cool. Oh, I just mean... looked at what next. What's next? Brilliant. So... I know. Yeah, Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two. Yay! Leader. Oh, I love this game. GameCube. Oh, I never finished this game. Oh no! Yeah. Why? Why not? Why? Because the last level was rock. There I you go. Never, ever, ever, ever do it. See, it, I, it crossed I, between doable and not. Anymore. I just couldn't do it. Like I, I was ten seconds in, I'd die. I just, I could never do it. <laughs> I just couldn't. It was a great game, though. A brilliant game. The first game I played on my, my GameCube. Obviously, I played it a year after, but um, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved Star Wars Rogue Squadron oh. Two. Three was a bit poor, though. It wasn't great. Three, but two was great. Yeah, and then the next, the next one that's an interesting one is uh, a game called Frequency. Actually, I played Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> Did you play that? Yeah. I was over at my in-laws. I said the next interesting planet. game. <laughs> I've still got. I've, I've still got Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> it was fun. The first <laughs> Super Monkey Ball is the best one. Okay, Frequency. What's? Uh, I I believe you. I, I played it for like an hour. What's yeah. Frequency? Uh, Frequency was made by Harmonics, and this was probably a precursor to Guitar Hero and games like that nature. Uh-huh. And basically, you pre- played an avatar called uh, Free Q or Frey Q, who traveled down an octagonal tunnel, and each wall contained a music track, and the track contained a sequence of notes, and the players had to hit notes, uh, hit the buttons to correspond to the notes on the on the uh, track. So they stole the idea from Parappa the Rapper, then? Possibly. So yeah, if well, it wasn't, <laughs> oh sorry, no, sorry. If it wasn't for this, then obviously you know. Uh, guitar heroes in those games might never have happened, so yeah. Yes. And they had no doubt ex girlfriend Orbit, XLR, right? uh, what else are we going to Pull Oaken Fold, see it. Uh, Orbital, Funny Break. Yay. So they had some pretty good tracks on there, it has to be Crystal said. Crystal Method. Yeah, Crystal Method. So there you go. So that was quite yeah. cool. Um, yeah, Pikmin. This was a big game. Yay! Pikmin! Oh, I love Pikmin. <laughs> Tell us what do. you really think. I'm not being sarky there. I, I I love it. I know you My... keep telling me I should buy it for the Wii because it's a Wii version. Brilliant. It's yeah. brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> so it's just little... One is brilliant. Uh, not very long. <laughs> Two is uh, is good as well. Uh, one's... It's a little bit more simpler and stuff. One, you know, there's not not too much... To, you know, you, you crash your rocket, you got to get all the pieces of your rocket and then you go. And I like the simpleness of it. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a third one coming out apparently. Yeah, supposedly be. we keep hearing yeah, about. I'll, it, I'll but... play it. I, I love Pikmin. I oh, dude, you still... skipped Dark Alliance. Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. I know. There were so many games. There were so many games. I just have to say it was awesome. So That's all. Time. So little time to talk yes. about games. Um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, Melly. Uh, that was the, the people like this game, don't they? Super yeah, Smash yeah. Like, I I play that game. It was fun, but it's like it's got a massive fan base. Um, I liked it. Like it was, it was good. There's plenty of stuff in there. Uh, uh, and yeah. did you know what's interesting? It, it, back in 2001, they were still releasing games in December. You know the, yeah. that never ever the happens. Fools. It never happens, does it? You'd yeah, never it happened quite a lot back then. Yeah. yeah, you never see games being released in December anymore, do you? You know, you might get an odd one. Well, Prince of Persia did, like yeah. the, the, the shell shaded one. Yeah. But, but you, I think. In the first week of December, you do. A little yeah. bit. Maybe. Maybe. Um, and then the final one, I suppose, because I've already mentioned the other one, is Luigi's Mansion. Never is played that. Oh, can't mention Dark Alliance, but make sure there's time for Luigi's Mansion. Well, it's the last one, apart from Final Fantasy, which we've already mentioned, because that's been released twice, apparently. Um, so there you go. So there you go. And that there was about it. 
That uh, was the year that was. was 2001. To finish off, just quickly before we move on, yeah, the top grossing video games of 2001 were uh, number 10, Driver 2. Uh, number 9, Pokemon Silver. Number 8, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on the PS1. And then number 7, it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 on the PS2. Uh, number 6, Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. Uh, number 5, Super Mario Advance. Number 4, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Yeah. Number three, Pokemon Crystal. Uh, number two, Madden NFL 2002. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and the number one selling game of 2001 was Grand Theft Auto 3. So there you go. So there you go. And that's it. That was the year that was 2001. Okay, let's uh, get some shout-outs done. Luckily... <laughs> this sounds awful. Emails? Anybody luckily, got emails? We no, we haven't, thank God. What do you mean, luckily, no emails? Well, That's not luckily. Just the <laughs> we need right. emails. I know, but... Podcast this... at veterangamers.co.uk. Is... This week Tell is us good. what you think of Stu. Ah, yeah, don't yeah. me. You can say whatever you like. I don't care. Um, yeah, quick mention about the forums. Don't forget to come along to the forums, www.veterangamers.co.uk. And click on the forums button and join up. I have seen a few guests knocking around, but you need to become yeah. members. Come so, on in. We're friendly. We in. don't bite. Come on. In. Yeah. And, and again, a big thanks to everybody who's on the forums. It's really cool that everybody's coming and partaking and posting and stuff. It's cool. Well, um, loads of people on there now. There is. There is. We keep on getting new people. Who are they? <laughs> uh, we have got a few. Shall, shall I just quickly mention our new members? We have got a few yeah, new do members. It. Do it. Do it. Um, okay, here we go. Yeah, this week I think we've only had uh yeah, we've had two new ones, I think. Uh or three. Is it three? No, two. I don't know. I don't know anymore. But we've got I think that we've got Mad Dog twenty four. I think he might come on this week. I may have mentioned him last week. If not, you've had two shout outs now. Um, our latest member is the J C Meister. So there you go, the JC oh. Thank you for JC coming along. Yep. Let's have some posting, though. Let's uh, post some stuff up here. Post it up, baby! Post it up for us. Um, and, yeah, that's a, that's about it for my shout-outs this week. I haven't really got a lot. So shout-out to the forum. Shout-out to all everyone who listens. Uh, shout-out to VGHub.net. Get over there and have Oh, a yeah. Um, yeah, and that's about it. So, Duke. I have four shout-outs. One is to Ender837. Uh, there was this thing I was trying to do on the forums, and I wasn't sure if I could do it or not. And finally, I was like, you know what? It would have to require me learning a bunch of code, and I don't want to deal with it. I'm supposed to be on summer break. Everybody leave me alone. And then he sent me a message that was like, hey, I think this is all you'd have to do. And he like showed me how to do it and step-by-step, and it was really friendly. And I was like, nah, I don't want to deal with that right now. And then I was like, you know what? That's wrong of me. He's being helpful. And so I went and did it, and it didn't take more than an hour. So it was really cool that he did all that, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ender. Two, CPM, for having a dog that makes more noise than my dog does on podcasts. Three. Yours has been quiet, quietly. You're hiding yeah, it. You're locked it up. No, actually, you know what? We took his collar off because it was sort of irritating his neck. Ah. So uh, he hasn't. So when he when he shakes his head, whereas before he used to make a rattling sound with his tags clinking, yeah. now it just makes a little floppy sound as his ears go back and forth. So now when he attacks like some poor little kid in the park, you just let him do it because you can't drag him off anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my next shout out is to Kuhathal for plays mostly team deathmatch. Uh, it's actually Connor um, from the G4TE thing, uh, but he's awesome and a lot of fun, and he plays team deathmatch, which is cool because most people like. Connor, I didn't head- know that was Connor. 
I never yep. knew it was him. Yup. Uh, um, I hope that's uh, not supposed to be secret, but whatever. I Oops. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Uh, and then my final shout out is to Ian W and Willow and their mates who had me in for a crazy, nutty Modern Warfare two run around stab each other around today, and uh, it was insane. And the guy who had the tactical knife, of course, won. And the rest of us were like, oh, I don't have a tactical knife yet. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's good to have those crazy rounds where you just run around stabbing or rocketing each other or whatever it is. Cool. That's me done. That's you done. Uh, yeah, Genie. Uh, I would like to shout out all the new members on the forums. I will shout out... Hmm... Who shall I shout out? I, Pete. I shout out him because he's very happy. He's playing Singularity and he's loving it as well. So I shout out him. I shout out John Mo 5 because he actually liked the Saboteur. Um... And gave it a very good score on his review, yeah. apparently. And to be fair, a few people agreed with him also. You know, he wasn't done liking that yeah. game. Apparently. That's so right. you're not always right, Ginny. Just I, 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 like I said, opinions are never wrong. Yeah, um, but you're crazy if you think that game's good. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no. He liked it. He liked it. And he also asked me what how, what Singularity's like. And I said, it's rubbish, so you'll like it, probably. Um, <laughs> you said it was good, he'll probably hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that'll do. Oh, for anybody who cares, uh, the episode where I feature in the IT Crows is up on 4OD. It's called Something Happened. And I'm in it very quickly, but I think I'm in another episode as well. But the, the scene I'm in is they go to a concert and they see a band called the Sweet Billy Pilgrims. And I've spoke to all of those and the lead singer and they're very nice people. Um, and I'm in the very front of the crowd. I'm quite a tall guy with like short short hair at that time. I've got kind of longish hair now. Um, and I'm also in the crowd at the top right of the screen wearing a kind of uh, Left 4 Dead... Um, T-shirt. It's called cocktail party T-shirt. When Roy gets his back done in, so I'm in kind of like the mosh pit area. So I mean, it's very quick and brief, but I am in there. Um, but it's I, I don't really care. I, I'm on I'm on for a second. That I'm very happy about that. I'm also in another episode. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it's just the fact that I got to see my favourite director at work. It was such a great day. So if anybody cares and wants to see it, go on for it in. But like it, Roy, the character in the IT crowd, wears a lot of T-shirts that have a lot of like references to things that you wouldn't know about. They're like oh, he wears a lot of gaming. He, he he does he does wear he did wear a T-shirt in season three, and it was a portal shirt, and it was nice. the logo of the cake, you know, because yes. the the writer of the show is friends with Gabe Newell. Oh, nice. Um, uh, and there's there's another one like he wears like quite um, keyboard uh, cat. He had a keyboard. Ca- when I when I went, went to film that day, he was wearing a keyboard cat T-shirt, and I was freaking out. And I almost said to him, "Like that's keyboard cat," but I was too shy, so I didn't say anything. Uh, you should totally um, say. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, have got on them. They were gone. Just just take him out. He's a he's weird fan. Uh, yeah, no, uh, but, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot. There's a there's a T-shirt with like a, all sorts of reference. There's one T-shirt he wears that's a reference to a book and all sorts of weird stuff. There's a there's a site dedicated to it, I think. But yeah, cool. so they do reference quite quite strange stuff, so you never know. 
Also, before we finish off and get out of here, we have got another iTunes review. So, yeah, keep them coming. We're doing well. Yes. We haven't missed a week yet, I don't think. I think we've got one every week. So, well done to you people for keep giving us iTunes review. So, go on, Chini, you can read it out this week. Go for it. Is it the, is it the one from Dave D. The UK? Is that the right one? I assume it is. Yes, it's 11th it of June. Yeah, that's yeah. it. July, sorry. Okay, yeah, this is from Dave D. UK. Three guys giving unbiased and informed views and news on video games and what's happened in the gaming industry. Always worth a listen. Often funny. Sometimes argumentative. Now, nah, whatever. Five stars. Shut up, Stu. Yeah, whatever. Cheers, Dave. Thanks yeah, thanks for, for that. Oh, by the way, by the way, did I mention we had to get out of here? Did I, did I mention that? <laughs> no. You said we should stand here and talk about all sorts of wacky stuff. Anyway, it, it really is time to go. So, uh, yeah, yes. on that note, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jamma fool. Get up. Be, 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 be,